Hello and welcome to episode 110 of the Daybot Cast. This is a weekly podcast where the three of us come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the industry. Uh, this week we have two album reviews, uh, actually three album reviews because one will be filmed later, but um, three album reviews, a topic, and yes, we'll get into that later. Anyways... Uh, as always, I'm joined by Nate. I've had a gun for a while. Thanks, Tommy. It's a good line. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> also, I was dead, so I didn't get to say it last week. Dreamcatcher. It's impunity. Tommy says, I've had a gun for a while. The uh, last line of her rap. No, I'm kidding. And Anyways. it even has, like, the demon <laughs> voice modulation thingy over it. Mm. <laughs> And I'm also, as always, joined by Andrew, who usually has three things. Uh, just a preface, I'm kind of feeling under the weather. Nate got me sick, even though he's like 15 states away. Nope. <laughs> no. Um, I, I specifically think- lost $300, so I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah, I'm a bit under the weather, so I'll try to keep it short. Uh, in terms of notes and everything, or for reviews. Uh... So that being said, is starting off my three things, uh, kind, of a, <coughs> kind of a sad sort of thing to start off with, uh, but uh, the uh, fashion icon known as Karl Lagerfeld, uh, f- most notably the uh, like one of the creative directors of Chanel, uh, passed away uh, this past week. Uh, kind of a controversial figure, but still, he's been such a driving force of the fashion industry for years on end, so it's just crazy to see him actually pass already, like... Uh, he had pancreatic cancer, I believe, from or complications from pancreatic cancer. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, the whole fashion world just sort of like was had some type of influence from Karl Lagerfeld. So yeah, he will be missed. Uh, number two. Uh, so it's around this time that Samsung sort of starts announcing their phones, and yesterday they announced some crazy thing called the galaxy fold aka a phone that the screen folds and it costs two thousand dollars so i think it's stupid yeah i <laughs> mean now it's for now like, it looks kind of cool but like it's such a i don't know i just feel like it's a gimmick and no, the thing is though is that there's this huge like there's this huge notch at the top corner, and so you either have to like sh- they either have to like cut it off like just before that part, or the or you're missing like a corner of like YouTube videos if you do full screen or something like that. I don't know. It looks uh, it looks on weird. the tablet part. Yeah, on the tablet part because they have a cutout for where the camera and everything is. It's, it's like uh. in the corner, but. I mean, it's a cool idea. I mean, obviously, it's first-generation tech, so obviously, we'll have to see where it goes, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a little, it's a bit too expensive for my blood. I think Nate and I, we're going we're gonna to stick with the uh, S10 Plus for the time being. <laughs> that's more than enough for uh, my needs, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. And uh, number three, literally just today, uh, we got the announcement that uh, the, president, or the president of Nintendo of America... Mm-hmm. The Reginator himself, Reggie fils is going to be retiring in April. It's crazy because literally I remember I was in middle school or like like late elementary school when this guy was doing stuff for, or when he was doing his E3 presentations, the whole kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> yes, like exactly. The, like the most iconic, like the most iconic Reggie, line in all. Reggie's saying ass so many times. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's crazy to see him step down and co- 
ironically, he's being replaced by someone. His name is Doug <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> his last name is Bowser. Bowser yeah. is now is going to be the president of Nintendo. So that's <laughs> a long term plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Re- Reggie's always <coughs> been a funny guy. He's always been. He's never afraid to make himself a meme. Like if anything, he's a he's a walking meme as mm-hmm. it is. So he will be missed. Uh, hopefully, he enjoys his retirement. Man, retiring at fifty seven that must be the life. Like most people yeah. don't retire, and like most people our age probably won't retire. In all honesty, mm-hmm. or they won't retire until like their seventies. Just cause, yeah. just because four hundred one k is fucked. But I mean, hey, enjoy it, enjoy it. <laughs> And those are the three things. As always, uh, join our Discord. It's mucho lit. Yep. Subscribe. Uh, oh, and for the audio listeners, we are completely, we've been completely weaned off of uh, SoundCloud uh, by this point. Yeah. Kind of. I'll do it this weekend. I'll do it this weekend, so by the yeah, time this so, goes up. Yeah, this is your, <laughs> so again, like... If you were paying attention, or if you're listening to us on other feeds, again, nothing's going to change. If you were a former SoundCloud listener and moved somewhere else, hello. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot easier for us to manage it off of our our new service called Podbean than it is to run it off uh, SoundCloud. And again, the mm-hmm. SoundCloud's future is kind of like up in the air. So I think just for our longevity, it's good for us to move on to Podbean for now. But it also gives yeah. us a lot more control over. Uh, statistics and uploads and all that sort of stuff and it, it, it integrates a lot easier into spotify which again we'll, we'll get working on immediately and with uh like itunes google play yep. that sort of thing so yeah that's that's the, that's a feature of our our audio podcasts again so uh, i think i believe i believe i figured out what somebody somebody like commented or tweeted at a 69 randomly and i think the last time I did it was I told them if you're an audio listener, tweet 69 at us. So <laughs> that means somebody, yeah, somebody is an audio listener and just happened to listen to us. So again, if you, I'll put it out again. I just I'm really curious if you're an audio only listener, if you're listening to us on like Stitcher or iTunes or whatever, mm. tweet at us 69 and then say that you're an audio listener because I really want to see like who's out there, or where the metrics are coming from. In all honesty, because I sometimes like it's I, I don't trust like I don't mm. trust SoundCloud's metrics because it seems like there's a lot of fake plays or whatever. So I'm just interested and seeing yeah. how much of an uh, audio listener base we have. Yep. I'm Jacob. Hashtag no blown out. Let's get into this. Never. <laughs> Never All right. blown out. Are you, you going to take actually, blown out? Are you going to take it with you to Korea? There actually is blown out, but like I'm just not going to read out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you just take it with you to Korea and just still be yeah. like hashtag no blown out. Yeah. Um, the reason I got it out is because I was talking to somebody in the um exchange student um group chat and they had the the pink version i was like they were like do you know this book and i was like do you know this book (laughs) (laughs) that's your bible yeah Yeah, basically all right anyways do you know who you're gonna be uh, we'll talk about no i don't know i do not know any of my roommates anyways let's get into topic one which is monster x take two we are here their new album so yep. uh, I assume Nate is going to be the one reading this off. I also he is, assume I will be the one doing this. Yeah, because he is definitely the biggest Monster X fan here. Mom, baby, got my light stick up there. Um. Okay, we start out. Oh, uh, forgive, forgive my horrible voice. I'm still partially sick. Yeah, Andrew and um, both sick. Don't get so sick, Jacob. <laughs> start out with intro. We are here. Um. For this, I really like the narrative, like narration, using that to build 
to the drop. Um, and then the drop with like the silence and the glitchiness I thought was really, really good. Um, yeah, overall I thought it was a good intro. Mm. Yeah. I mean, not much else to follow up on that. It's a sick ass intro, especially that drop part. So it, it fits well going into alligator. Hmm. Yeah, so what I said, I, I thought it was interesting using, like, the clock ticks as sort of, like, a metronome, I guess, kind of <laughs> device throughout the intro. Um, yeah. Also, the synth drop they used for, like, the main chorus, I guess, of the intro was really awesome, super hard-hitting. Um, and, yeah, like Andrew said, it, it goes well into Alligator. So, yeah, great intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, next is Alligator, which is the single. Um, and I'll start with the stuff I did like about it. Um, I really like the, Oh, oh part. Um, I think that part sticks out really well. Um, also young ones part in the pre-chorus that starts with like falling down and then like f- the actual note, uh, scale, like goes down. Mm. Um, I really, that part stood out to me, that pre-chorus part. Um, and in the chorus, the triplets, um, uh, kind of shook it up and like those were noticeable to me it wasn't just straight notes uh singing the chorus like Keon does a couple of like triplet mm-hmm. uh parts but overall i think it's probably my least favorite monster x single mm-hmm. um it's I, it, I in my nose i said i could see it growing on me but even just listening to it it started growing on me but i don't think i'll ever be at a point where i like it more than any of their other stuff um, I think the alligator part's a little obnoxious. It's not as catchy as their other repetitive hooks they've had. Um, but my biggest problem with the song is it's not, it just isn't hype enough. Um, Jakari in the discord put it well that it's loud. It's just loud. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's hype. Like a lot of the times loud songs are hype. Like the lot of, especially a lot of like monster X yeah, songs. That's, that's the bread one. This one just seems like noisy and it doesn't translate to hype, um, in my opinion. Mm. So like it, it kind of fell a little flat for me. Um, but I, I do see like it growing on me, but it, yeah, it's never going to match anything like hero or, or mm. beautiful or just any other shootout was one of their most hype songs. Um, yeah. even though I know a lot of people don't like it for other reasons. Um, and then for the music video, uh, it's nothing special. Um, it's pretty similar to the other music videos. Um, I did really like the laser set, um, that, which is, I use for the screenshot. Um, I thought that was a cool mixture for like a dance set, um, to have the laser grid. Mm. Um, and the choreo and styling are really good though. A choreo, especially there's some really good moves in it. Um, I went and watched the live stage. So overall, I wish it was better, um, but it's it's not the worst. It's just not as good as I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm roughly in the same boat. Uh, I usually like uh, Andreas Oberg produced songs because he's the one that worked on this. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. It's not necessarily his fault, or I, I don't think it's on his end necessarily. Or my mm. gripes with this song, I the instrumental I don't mind. I do think it's probably on direction yeah it's probably a like vo- voice direction and like how wi- how they deliver the lines or what melodies they're using because <laughs> like 
I know you like the triplet part, but I feel like that's sort of a one of the culprits of it just sounding like a bunch of noise because there's this complicated ass like instrumental going in the background, and then all you can hear is just like duh, 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 duh. it's just like um it's too hard to focus in on one thing if there's just like a bunch of shit going on all at the same time. So it's mm. just it's just overload at this point. And again, I'm I'm obviously I'm a huge fan of like the hype factor of Monster X songs, but yeah, I don't know. It just I just feel kind of lukewarm about it in that case. It's catchy. It's just, it doesn't have much else going for it other than being catchy. Like, Mm. even, like, usually you can rely on, like, Juhan verses to be hype. But, I mean, I don't know. A lot of it just felt kind of phoned in to me. Uh, yeah, I know he's had he's had way he's had better verses before. Same thing with the music video. I this is probably something that's not gonna make sense, but this music video is the most boy group music video to ever boy group music video. If, mm. if that makes sense, it's just it kind of feels yeah, it feels so tropey in terms of like the boy group music video that you kind of got going on nowadays. So I feel like they should they should probably try switching it up in terms of. Uh, what they do for uh, visual direction or just like aesthetic. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of sad. I, I was kind of hyped for this just because I love Monster X, but I don't know. I don't even know if this would be a good song to like do like I don't know like freaking K-pop diet dance to. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. like the choreography is okay, but again, it's just I don't know. It, when you kind of have like when Monster X has just been incredibly consistent for the past two years or just have had a high level of quality. Yeah. I just, just okay. Kind of doesn't like it doesn't work or it, it, like you can't just settle for okay as it is. And yet, yeah, that's what I feel. This, the song's okay. Uh, so for me, um, one thing that definitely stood out is that like Monster X's vocals always tend to impress yeah. me. I think they're like very, very expressive and are, are really good at that. Um, yeah. Like the chorus is really catchy in the actual like singing parts, but I thought like the alligator yeah, part was too repetitive. Um, like uh, I thought the rap line shined pretty well in this. Um, again, as always, it's something I've come to expect from Monster X. Um, and then like overall, I, I guess I really like the song, but I agree with, like with Nate. It's definitely not the strongest single, not even close mm-hmm. to it. So yeah, like it's it's good, but like <coughs> I feel like they could do better. Yeah. Or, in fact, there's better songs on this album than Alligator. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think it's the worst song on the album. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Monsax in the past like past couple years has been really shining with their album, album tracks. Yes. Because, um, yeah, like like we literally gave their mini album, mini album of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was probably my most listened to mini album last year. Uh, because the album tracks were all so good. Um, speaking of awesome album tracks, uh, next is Ghost. Um, and I thought the song was awesome. I love like the super distorted synth and all the creepy instrumentals or instruments throughout the instrumental. Um, I like, and this actually, I was saying like a lot of hype songs are loud, but that loud doesn't necessarily translate to hype. This Mm. actually, this song was a good example to me of a song that isn't loud, but is hype. Because it is like, it's creepy and like, like it's not loud, but to me it was like very, it, it hyped me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, I just thought the like ghost, like motif ghost, was really ghost, well done. Ghost. Um, I am, I wish his part was a little less auto-tuned, but overall I thought the rap parts were great. 
Um, and I thought they went really well, mixed really well with Hyun's like high vocal parts. Um, this might actually be my most, my favorite Monza X instrumental track. Like that's how much I loved the the instrumental direction. Oh, we'll, they we'll did get to that one next time for me at least. But <coughs> I do love. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I love this. I love the spooky nature of it. Spooky. Na- How long till we get a mashup between the, of this and like Megalovania or something? <laughs> Someone do it. Uh, anyway. Uh, I don't know what that is. Megalovania. Undertale. 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 What the hell? I never played Undertale. What? The- <laughs> I haven't beaten Undertale, and I know what Megalovania is. Anyway. Uh, obviously, I, I like when pe- I like when uh, groups do conceptual stuff or spooky stuff like this uh yeah i mean uh, it's it's nothing too complex or just groundbreaking necessarily it's besides like the spook spooky nature of the track i mean the chorus is pretty much your bread and butter when it comes to uh monster x songs it's that synth and then the auto-tuned harmonization um so i did yeah i enjoyed it for the most part and i i, I love the change of pace just like they're always hype but now they're scary <laughs> Uh, so for me, I wasn't as hot in the song, and uh, it's for a particular reason. It's it's mostly to do with the like instrumentation. Like, uh, so before I get into that, I'll talk about the stuff I did like. Uh, like in the beginning, I really like how the light the light beats sort of like line up with the ghost chants, like the blah blah. Yeah, the ch- um, like the chimes. And uh, again, the rap is strong as always. The vocals, especially in the chorus, really stood out to me. But like, I I really don't like the song because like the beat they used to like fill up the space, the one that's like sort of going like this. I don't know what it is, but it like it must like throw off the equilibrium in my ears or something because it like makes my stomach hurt when I listen to this song. <laughs> like actually, like, make I'm your not. Stomach yeah, hurt. no, I'm not kidding. Like it, it like just I don't feel good <laughs> when I'm listening to it. And like, Odd. It, it like ruins the song for me. Um, I don't know. It like, I, I think it's a shame too. Cause I think the vocal and the rap and like the way everything was like laid out had a lot of really good like potential. Like I should like this song like yeah. based on how it like sounds, but like, I don't know. It's something to do with like what's going on inside my ears. I think with the, like how they're using space so subtly. Are you getting know. motion but sick yeah. from a song? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's weird. That's what it seems like. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, okay. but yeah. <laughs> Odd. But, well, it happens. It happens, I guess. 10 out of 10, it'll make um, you sick. <laughs> next is Play It Cool, uh, which is produced by Steve Aoki, um, or featuring him. I don't know. They usually say featuring, but like, he just produced it. It's weird. I don't yeah. Know. But um, I I thought I liked this. I I thought like, it was a different style that I expected from him. I'm glad they didn't. He didn't just rehash the type of stuff he gave to BTS. Yes, and he actually did something different. Um, also, it's a house song, so I obviously love it. Um, the drop with like the repetitive synthesized like vocals was a little generic. Um, but I can forgive that just because the rest of the song is so good. Um, I thought IM's rap was really stand out in this song. Um, th- it's always good, but I thought it stood out really well. Also, there's choreography for the song. It's, yes! it's fantastic. So it's so go watch good. The live stage. Oh, 
I'm so happy they picked the song for the live uh, their comeback performances. It's so good. Uh, this is easily my favorite K-pop song written by Steve Aoki, like hands down. Like no disrespect mm-hmm. to any of the BTS ones, but I'm just a huge fan of Deep House. But also so, Mr. Taxi remix. <laughs> Wait, no. he made a Mr. Taxi remix? Yeah, like a really long time ago. Uh, all the all the remixes were kind of just weird. Like some of the Mr. Taxi remixes were just Mr. Ta- Mr. Taxi, except it's two times fast. Like that's what it consisted of a remix back in the day. Um, but no, this is incredible. That I'm, again, I'm usually the one that's I'm usually the first one to harp on like generic ass drops. But this drop is so good. It's so good. I keep I keep repeating this song just to hear that drop. Uh, <coughs> oh man, like yeah, I'm. Yeah, this is easily the most listened to song on this album, in all honesty. It's easily the best song on this album for me. Um, and again, as I mentioned before, I love that they gave this uh, an opportunity to show on the live stage, to give it choreography. Uh, just incredible song. Mostly just because I, just because I, again, I, I didn't expect uh, Steve to give them like a house song like this. So I'm mm. really glad that he's willing to show more versatility and not just like try to be like make everything just the same with all the yeah. K-pop groups. So, you know what? And I'm going to go out there and say it. Let Steve, let, let Steve Aoki do the next single for, for Monster X. Cause if they did a house song like this as a single, I just be, I, I'd be all over it. I'd be, that'd be, that'd probably be a contender for favorite Monster X song. In all honesty, mm. it's mm. such a fresh new sound for them. So go for it. Uh, so for me, I'm actually like quite pleased with how this song came out. Like, as we all know, I kind of have like a love hate relationship with Steve Aoki because like <laughs> his beat drops tend to like be disappointing in in my opinion. Like they don't go far enough, but like but this one I thought was super strong and impactful. Um, like I really like the use of voices like for in place of like synths yeah, and stuff. Chopping. Um, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Uh, and then Monster X like like uh, similar like guys how like rappers kind of have to like ride the beat as far as flow goes their vocals really do that do that really <laughs> really well in this song and uh, I feel like it works out to be really seamless um, and yeah this this song is definitely a standout on the album like the only criticism I might have is that like the rap towards the end of it kind of seemed like tacked on like they just paused the real yeah. song inserted it there and then continued but um, mm-hmm. not a huge criticism so yeah it was an awesome song uh, next is No Reason. Um, and for me, uh, Sentimental Monstax is like arguably as good, if not better, than Hype Monstax. Um, mm. I I really like this song. Uh, I thought the like repetitive falsetto part is like mm. perfectly catchy. Um, and I just like how chill it is. It's like uh, stealing Jacob's synesthesia a little bit, but like it's like the type of song you listen to walking like just walking down a beach um mm. like during like a sunset or something maybe mm. um that's just the kind of vibe i got from it um also the harmonies and the ad libs at the end gave me chills i thought they were fantastic mm. i don't know i'm usually up for like sentimental vocal focused <coughs> ballady monster x but yeah this did nothing for me i mean i'm kind of sad just because this is uh like wanho helped ar- arrange this song but yeah i don't know outside of the chorus it just didn't really have much going for it for me so yeah i'm kind of sad i wanted to enjoy I, I i love their i love their chill songs usually but mm. yeah no i don't know this does this doesn't touch a candle to their earlier stuff unfortunately mm. so yeah like 
as like I guess it's like painfully obvious. Like this is a much softer sound than you'd expect from Monster X. Um, I really like the guitar sound that they sort of use throughout the song. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the vocal performance of the members turned out really nice. Again, like I, I think that's definitely one of Monster X's strengths is their vocals, despite yeah, being more Gion's known as being fantastic. like a yeah. as being more of like a hip hop group. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, it's pretty. I I always love when this happens. So like they just took an the instrumental took what would have been like a normal ballad and still managed to make it like pretty hype. Like yeah. I feel like Soft Monster X is like normal like. 17 you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that's the, that's considered a step down for them just because they're at like 150 percent all the time yeah yep. aju nice is a sentimental monster yes so. <laughs> <laughs> um uh next is uh give me that uh mm. speaking of hype monster songs um <clears throat> i love the in, like the super industrial sounding opening and like the insanely bassy drop at the beginning, uh, I thought it was awesome. And then I liked how that led into vocals that are a lot more melodic than I expected them to be. Um, I based on the beginning, I thought this would be much more focused on the like I am and Juhan, um, and like a lot less melodic. Um, also I really like the echo they use on their voices. I thought it fit that industrial feeling really well. Um, overall, I just thought this was a, this was a much more hype song than alligator. And I thought this would have been a good single. Uh, this one I wasn't feeling either in all honesty, cause it, it, it kind of feels like a, a lot of my, or my issue with some of the album tracks that they have on here is that I feel like they've done it better. Like, <laughs> they've done it better, and it just serves kind of as a redundancy, or just... It, a lot of it feels like filler to me, so that's I think that's probably one of the, my biggest gripes with a lot of the album tracks, and yeah, this is no exception. Yeah, just... I feel like I've heard this style of chorus from them way done a lot more interesting than they did it here because i feel like they've done a lot of these like same instrument like industrial sounds a lot better on like even just like shootout just very recently so it 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 feels a little bit too iterative for me yeah so uh i'll cover the positives first um like the chorus I thought was super hype and was definitely effective. Uh, and then I thought the first rapper in particular, I think it's his name is I am. I am. I always forget his name all the time. Um, so yeah, his, his verse really stood out to me. I thought his flow was really, really great. Um, like Juhan, he's always easy to remember because he says his name all the time. So I am, I am does too. Cause he starts his raps with, I am what I am. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. That makes Wait, sense. Wait, so he says if, that a lot if Juhan of, changed his name to Juhani, does that mean he does he just... Did, I, don't, I have not seen that anywhere. I don't know where Jacob, or Jacob, where uh, Cooper read that. I, no, I, I've seen it, I've seen it before, uh, elsewhere. Well, they use it as the hashtag, but he's always used that as a nickname. I haven't seen him, I haven't seen any news that he changed I am, his I am in, name I am it, in camp. Juhani. No Juhani. <laughs> no Juhani. That is a horrible so, nickname. So it's because people call him Ju Hyun on accident sometimes. Yeah, because they can't say Ju. Because they don't know how to read. Because Han is kind of hard <coughs> for them to pronounce in Korean. So, well, it's not hard to pronounce. It's just uncommon. Yeah, like there's Ji Hyun and uh, Promise, um, right? Yeah. So Ju Hyun doesn't shouldn't be that hard, but yeah, no, I'm yeah. calling him Ju Hyun. I'm calling him Ju Hyun from now till the day I die. <laughs> Sorry. No Ju Hyunies. No. 
Those can no. be his fans' names. <laughs> That's his fans I think that is. I think that is what his fans' <laughs> names are called. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, yeah. While I really do like this song, uh, give me that. Um, I really, my God, it really just it. makes me want like Monster X to try something new because I feel like they haven't really evolved much. Yeah. Like on this from like uh, from this release brown like where they were like one or two re- releases ago. Hmm. Um like while everything is still like really well made and it's still as as good as it was before, like I feel like this ground has already been treaded upon before for them. And yep. I I cuz I really like them. I just I'd like to see them <coughs> push forward a little bit on this one. I think this is mm-hmm. the last time I I want to hear like um I guess what their like tropes are now, you know. Mm-hmm. So it won't be the last time you hear them. Nope, nope. Every every well, not, not every trope, but one. like I want to see some kind of evolution, is what I mean. Not like a yeah. total like change, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just jealousy saying every... was like super new and like. Oh yeah, jealousy was you know? completely different. Yeah, because like, I mean, fi- I think it still fit them really well, though. You know, like I just like to see. Yeah, another, no, I thought jealousy was fantastic. Some kind of step forward. I guess. Yeah, I'm just saying every album is gonna have this type of track on it. They're they're yeah. never gonna get rid of that that yeah. type of song for at least an album. Yeah, one it's album definitely track. their signature. But yeah, the, the growth from like something like Hero till now is just it's yeah. been so tight. It's been so incremental, and that's been that's been yeah. years already. So, um, next is Turbulence, uh, which is another like classic hype Monsac song. I absolutely love the sci-fi style synth line. Uh, throughout the verses. Yep, said um, the same thing. I, that, that part is so good. And it's funny, I actually think the least, my least favorite part of it is the turbulence part, um, which is the namesake of the turbulence. song. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is another classic Monza X hype song. Um, so yeah, it's a certified banger. Baron, he certified <laughs> it. I thought this was a lot... <laughs> this did a better job of doing that like hype monster act style than Gimme That did, uh, mostly just because I feel, I feel like the the chorus was a lot better just in terms of uh, Kihin's vocals uh, and also just in general I feel like this the 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 vocal melody that they gave him on this was a lot better than even Alligator, just because he gets to belt a bit towards uh, that high note. Uh, you know me, I don't like triplet parts too much just because I feel like it, it kind of tur- turns into a mess having to do triplets at this BT- BPM. So, and they don't, they, mm-hmm. they only do it like for the chorus, they only do that the first time around, the second time around, they just sing, which they could have just done like both times around. But I mean, yeah, it's still, it's still an enjoyable song. Uh, yeah, but specifically for uh, those Kihyun vocals. Mm hmm. So uh, I really like the intro instrumental on this. Like like Nate was saying, like it sound, it reminds me of something like that you'd that would play on like a sci-fi like Metroid style game, like something like that. Like like this creepy synth. Um, I thought the build-up in the pre-chorus was really awesome. It really helped for like a super like impactful chorus in this song. Um, again, like it definitely delivers on the Monster X like certified like hype guarantee. Um, mm. for your money back, <laughs> but um, like I said, like with the last song, I I really like this song, but I just see a little bit more progression. Like, I I think this one's way better than Give Me That, though. I I definitely thought this was one of the strongest uh, songs in the album. Yeah, but like I don't think 
I don't <coughs> think the structure is an issue. It's more of a like the electronic like beats and stuff they use. So I think maybe if they tried something different there. Um, like in particular, I think this song reminds me a lot of Drama Rama. Mm, um, yeah. So yeah, it's like it's definitely still a standout, but like again, I I want to hear a little bit more, I guess, variety as far as like what they do for the instrumentals. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Monster X hype, this is a song Hell yeah. I was looking for. This song, Rodeo, is like fucking lit. Like that synth line that just comes on right at the beginning. Hmm. Like this is the hype that I want. The, like this is a song I'm just gonna blast in my car and jam yep. out to. <laughs> uh, I don't even like. I can't even talk about the song. Just go listen to the song. And if you don't just get pumped up, then there's something wrong with you. I, I think this is easily the best song of the album. And on first listen, probably like top 10 Monster X hmm. songs for me. I loved yeah, it. yeah I, I would I would put it that high too. Um, God, how do I begin to explain this song? Exactly, I don't know how. I just listen I, to it. Like my notes were just this is a song I hundred percent need to see live just because I want to see what the fuck they're gonna do oh, for yeah. choreography. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone would get lit to the song. Oh, this real. is just the one where they just jump around and ha- get everyone. It's, uh, basically, it's like it's like the song "Giddy Up" by the Boys, just with more shirtless one. If one is not shirtless for this song, they're they're doing it wrong. Clearly, um, <coughs> if we don't get sh- we don't if we don't get shirtless Hanho in a cowboy hat, like in a way, and just like a, a, a rope or whatever, like they they've disappointed me. Um, I don't know. Just in terms of hype, like to if I could compare it to anything, it kind of reminds me of like Four Walls era. Um, uh, FX just like kind of like how Poppy was like it's got that same like hype factor to it so that's the first thing I thought of Hmm. oh okay you're done all right (laughs) um yeah I love the really deep punchy like really deep like punchy bass they that that they use on this track um uh one thing that stood out especially is the like the transition between like the the vocalists and the rappers like how they bounced off each other was really awesome um, like that was done really effectively. Like, unlike what I was talking about on like play it cool, where it kind of felt really abrupt, like they're just inserted a rap session. This, I felt like yeah. everything was like very interconnected really well. Um, and, uh, the chorus of this song reminds me maybe a bit of like a really hype, like big bang song. That's what it kind of reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, definitely. Cause um, they're, doing, they're doing that like chanting style yeah. vocals. Yeah, maybe like bang 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 or something like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, um, the uh, the breakdown of that song in particular. Um, yeah, the the post chorus vocals in this song really stood out for me as well, as far as like the delivery goes. So mm-hmm. yeah, overall this is definitely another standout in the album. So yeah. Uh, next we have Steeler. Um, I love the spacey Cover feeling. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> it's spelled wrong. Uh, Steelers suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I love like the spacey feeling I get from the instrumentals in the beginning, like how empty it is in the sense, um, and I especially love that emptiness in the rap verse. Mm-hmm. I thought it fit really well. Um, also the build to the drop I thought was great the, with the sense building really well. Um, yeah. the only thing I wish, I wish when they 
during the drop, they switched the type of synths they used. Um, yeah. The, like, the drop synths are, like, very generic. Um, and, like, they use that for the build, which I thought was fine. But then when it dropped, they just kept using those synths. And it, yeah. It, yeah, it was... The drop was a little generic for the instrumentals. Um, but overall... I like the feeling of the song, and I thought the vocals during the drop were good, which is I made up for it a little bit. There's mm. some like really good harmonization in there, mm-hmm. um, and then the bridge I thought was great because it changed up the vibe of the song like the perfect amount, but it kept the overall style. Mm. Um, so like overall, I like the song. I just wish the drop, uh, the instrumentals during the drop were changed up a little bit to make it a little more interesting. Yeah, that's my big issue with it, too, just because I don't mind, like, you think the Steeler, Steeler, like, that part would get kind of repetitive, but that's actually the part I enjoy. It's just, yeah, it just, it just gets super let down by how, like, generic the the background instrumental is. It just sounds like, it barely sounds like a chorus, in all honesty. It just sounds like they just kept the same, it sounds like they didn't even change anything between the between the verse and the chorus like that like that instrumental break <laughs> sounds way more interesting than the actual chorus like the do 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 part so yeah that, yeah. that, that it'd just be a minor change but i still enjoy the song for the most part yeah so for me uh right off the bat like the gun cocking sounds i thought were kind of cool um yeah. like you don't like usually hear that all the time it's usually like i mean you do it's a like, kind of a like, trope in like hip-hop but i think the way they used it here was interesting yeah, I um, I also really like the like the snaps that like kind of keep the tempo during the rap section, like towards the beginning of the song. Um, and honestly, I know you guys didn't like the the synths in the chorus, but like I thought this song was a big enough departure from like what they normally would do, and this is more yeah. like of what I was looking for. Um, and I thought I think this would work uh, like better than Alligator as like the title track. Um, like I could see like particularly the guncock and like the snap motifs and the audio would make for like decent visuals and stuff at the music video. Yeah. Um yeah, like overall I think this was actually my favorite. I I was just feeling this song the most. So, yeah, I like this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. I I just think that one part would have made it better. But I think <laughs> yeah. overall the song is fantastic. Um and finally we have Party Time. Um I thought this was a great like chill acoustic R&B song. Cover. Um, thought it of- fit there. <laughs> oh. Well, that was the just called party. Oh yeah, cover of party by SNC. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I thought this fit their voices really well. Um, I thought it was a really good way to end the album. Um, I, other than the Dalala part, I like the group chant part, like hmm. the part where they're like shouting, um, yeah. like doing a call and response during the uh, verses. Um, but yeah, overall, I like the song a lot. Hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it has the same. It has that same instrumental riff that uh, Dal Senyo from Luna YOXY that dun 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 to get like that guitar part. No, if you listen, if you listen to it carefully, it's the exact <coughs> same sample. I don't know where I don't know where this sample's from because this is like the hundredth time I've heard it. But hmm. like I don't know. Honestly, that's all. <laughs> that's all that was interested in me. Uh, in regards to this song, honestly, just because, yeah, chorus was all right. That da 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 part kind of went on a bit too long. Cause yeah, I understand doing it in like a minor or whatever, but it just kind of feels super out of place in the song because it just 
takes up yeah. like there's like an entire part where they just keep doing it for like a good like 20 seconds so it yeah. kind of overstayed <laughs> its welcome in that end so based on the the title i was not expecting it to be such like uh more like Again, this is not a chill song, but for Monster X, it is like a like a chill like R and B song. Like I was expecting a song called Party Time to be like just a complete like club banger or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I definitely will not complain about like a nice R and B track like this for Monster X. Um, I usually don't like trap, but like I thought the trap beat they used in this was not super annoying, and uh, I thought it worked pretty well with the vocals. And mm-hmm. uh, like you guys said, the only part I don't like is the da la 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 part. It's annoying <laughs> yeah um so yeah uh we can get to our scores yes um for me i actually uh gave it a 6.5 out of 7 for music mm-hmm. i thought everything was well done um there were just small parts here and there alligator i thought wasn't was easily the the worst part but i still mm. didn't hate it um and i thought all the album tracks were fantastic um and some of them are some of my favorite monster x songs mm. based on this early listen so it might be recency bias but i could see rodeo and ghosts being up there in my top um songs for them uh mm. so i gave them 6.5 there um then i did a 2 out of 3 for style uh cuz i thought the choreo was really good for both songs um and i thought the styling was good uh really it was just a music video that uh could have used um, a little more originality to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I gave it an eight point five overall total. Uh, on my end, uh, f- specifically for the single uh, alligator, I gave that two point five out of three point five. Again, it's not. I, I I just want them to push even more than they are now. Like, mm. just in general, this album felt like it felt like par for. Monster yeah. X and I want That's Monster X to shoot thing. for like hole in ones or eagles all the time like especially with the hype group you, I feel like you can't really rest on your laurels necessarily or just settle too much into one particular sound just because the hype factor sort of wanes after a while if you're just hearing the same old stuff over and over mm-hmm. um, yeah. see in that case outside of a few uh, bright spots like Rodeo or Turbulence or Ghost um, Steeler yeah, I, I do think that they could have done with a few less tracks. Just I, I felt like it could have been a bit more concise, which is why I ended up giving it a 2.5 as well for album tracks, just because I felt it was a little a little inflated for my taste. And concept, I gave a 2 out of 3. Again, choreo wasn't bad, styling wasn't bad, but they really, <coughs> they really need to go somewhere else with their visual style when it comes to music videos, because... I can't even, I can, it's, it's not memorable in all honesty. I can't, I can barely remember it other than like the lasers or like, it, it, it just seems too generic at this point. So that roughly, that'll work out to a seven out of 10 on, for my score. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I gave it a, a 5.5 out of seven for music. Um, like I, I thought there's some really strong, like good songs on this. It's just that like, again, I'd like to see more growth. And like Andrew said, I feel like this is just like par for the course for them. Um, I just want to see, mm-hmm. I want to see more growth on their part. Um, even though I feel like they did do a good job. Uh, and then also the fact that ghost like made me sick for whatever reason, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like it's, I just, I just don't feel good when I'm listening to it. It's not like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I just like, like if I listened to that for like 10 minutes straight, I'd have a stomach ache. I don't know why, but, um, yeah, like, uh, there's some really good highlights. Like play it cool was awesome. Uh, turbulence was awesome. 
uh, Rodeo, Steeler. Yeah, I, like I really liked all those songs. But yeah, like I just I'd like to see more growth and uh, some some sort of evolution step forward. Uh, so 5.5 out of 7 for music. And then for concept, I give them a 1.5 just because like the music video, like like you guys were saying as well, like it, it just didn't really do much. I felt very plain. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like we've seen a lot better from them in the past. So, uh, yeah, I just I gave them a 1.5 because, again, it's OK, but like it definitely didn't make me go wow like in any capacity i guess mm-hmm. so yeah overall yeah. i gave it a 7 out of 10 i i think it was a good solid release but yeah um you know i i think i think they have more potential than what mm-hmm. uh i guess what we got here yeah basically yeah um, uh, i have cooper's oh did you want to read it uh summer yeah i've got it I, since i read the rest of the album stuff i figured i would um, so yeah, Cooper said, I enjoyed this album more than Are You There? Uh, Alligator as a title track didn't impress me that much, but I still think it's better than Shootout. Um, the music video is pretty basic. They seem to just be throwing past MVs together, but I really love the laser room scene and the end water scene. I agree. I didn't mention the water scene at the end, but that part was good too. They actually did it for their live stage. Mm-hmm. They like flooded the Mnet stage and... Which what is, is cool. it? What is this? The Coliseum? Um, <laughs> the Roman um, Coliseum? <laughs> They'd flood it and uh, like do ship battles and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said really cool use of slow mo. Uh, the B sides are where Monsax have been shining the last year or so. Uh, in my opinion, his favorites are Ghost, Turbulence, Rodeo, and Party Time. Mm. Um, so similar thoughts to us. Uh, he gave it a 6 out of 7 for music and a 2.5 out of 3 for concept. Uh, adding up to an 8.5, so the same score as me, just a little bit different. And it, uh, our, our score so will average to a 7.75, so an 8 total. Eight. Solid. Yeah. Yep. Again, it's that's we don't want them to shoot for par. I want them to shoot <coughs> higher. Um, especially, I mean, how many years have they been going for now? Like like three, four, five. That's uh, it's four. four. They yeah, debuted four, 2015. 2015. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think yeah. At this point, we gotta they gotta change it up a bit because they've they have been around yeah. for a while. So yeah, again, like it's a good album. We just would like to see more. I guess is is what it is. So mm-hmm. yes, more rodeo. More just rodeo. put an entire album out of rodeo on repeat, and I'll be happy. <laughs> then I'll just play that album in my car. Okay. All right. Topic Topic two. two. Luna. XX will actually be uh, reviewing the mini album. Uh, we talked, me and Andrew talked a little bit about some songs that we did like uh, during our reactions. So you can go check that out. Uh, we reacted to their music video, which is something we don't always do, but uh, with Luna, their music videos are good enough that Card we feel and like Luna. Card Luna. Checking out. Card maybe. SNSD. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. SNSD, if they come out with anything. As if group, they ever I come out insist. as a group, we were making SNSD cast. Yes. OT9. So she cast. So she cast. Anyways. So she cast, um, yeah. Who wants to read? Should I read Andrew Reed? I assume Andrew will. Uh, I guess He's I'll do it. He's the biggest orbit. Um, and I'm the, hey, this, is, this is Lunacast episode four, so I... Hello, yes. people that are just listening in for Lunacast. It's me again. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is a review of Luna's XX. Uh, kind of a mini album, kind of a repackage. It's a repack. Well, it's, it's a repackage. A, it's a repackage, but there's six tracks. Well, physically, it and is. And they only... Yeah. It's a repackaged physical album, but on, like, so, streaming services such as Spotify. Yeah. M- New mini album. They, they, do, they do SM's been doing where it, 
it's just it's, the new tracks. And I mean, six is digital. a lot. Six is a lot for a repackage. Like usually, you yep. only get like yeah, one or three. two for a repackage. Three maybe, but six is that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty decent. Uh, that's yeah. it's probably the most I've ever seen out of <laughs> out a of a repackage. Repack. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just calling took this the mini album and turned it into a full album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just calling this a mini album. So uh, mm. starting us off, we oh, have also we're not doing oh. the bonus physical tracks because ah, they're technically yes. teasers for the next album mm-hmm. um so we didn't think it would be fair yeah. to add that to the score plus they're not out yet plus like then yeah. we'd have less to talk about in the next review so like yeah, it's just yeah we're just doing the tracks yeah. like if you look this album up on spotify we're just doing those tracks mm-hmm. yep We'll cover those whenever Luna the Ballad comes out. Uh, I believe, like I said, May or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, starting us off, we have the intro track entitled XX. And specifically there... Cover of... The group? Uh, I don't know. Okay, go on. on. You were saying something? Specifically, there's a space between the X's, so... Ah. It's like eyes. It's a cover of X Gonna Give It To You by DMX. (laughs) It's a cover it's not of even that. Close. We're it's just, a cover of at the, this point. We're just ruining the joke. Like you guys it's a are, cover of that. Party XX time is by, not a cover of party. <laughs> and this isn't a cover of either of those songs. Oh, okay. The names have to be the same, or it's not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'd say this is another um, Luna OP that deserves to be a full song, just because I feel like a. This instrumental is just way too good to leave just as an intro track. <laughs> like it, it's it's really good. So uh, I'm 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 always a big fan of the intro tracks that they they decide on for uh, Luna mini albums. Mm. Jacob, uh, so I didn't have too much to say, but I I really like the voice since they use for this, and uh, that's sort of a uh, motif that they use throughout the whole album that I that I liked a lot. So. Yeah, I thought this was a good um, intro, and yeah, like Andrew said, it definitely could have been a, a really cool full song. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought this was great. It's a uh, super glitchy, like funky, odd eye circle style sound, um, which is what got me into uh, Luna. So I loved it. Uh, next up, we have the single entitled "Butterfly." Uh, Jacob and I we kind of talked about this a bit. So Nate, I'm gonna get I'm yeah. gonna let you take first shot at this. What do you think? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I so just for a little bit of background, I I was a bit disappointed in their debut in High High and Plus Plus as an album. It felt like they were, took a like pretty safe style for their debut. Um, it was kind of underwhelming for me considering how experimental they were with their solo and subunit stuff um so with this coming out like this is exactly what i wanted from their debut um this song and this album i i really wish this is what they debuted with because i feel Mm -hmm. like my luna like hype dropped a lot from their debut like i haven't really listened to that album much um, considering how much I listen to their singles or like yeah. their solo stuff, but uh, this al- this song and album I'm gonna listen to a ton. Um, I love as for the song itself. Um, I love how chill it is. Their vocals are just like buttery smooth. Um, I thought the snaps and the piano for the pre-chorus build are great, like super minimalistic. Um, and the drop adds a great amount of energy, like to contrast the like more chill verses. <coughs> Sorry. 
Um, I thought the rap part's fantastic. I love the mix of like rapping, talking, and singing all throughout it. Um, they layered a lot of vocals in that part, and I thought that was really cool. Um, music video I thought was awesome. I like how they like I like what they did with the diversity um, and the different dancers in different locations doing like interpretive dance. Um, that was cool to see. Um, and if you haven't watched their comeback stage on M Countdown, uh, do yourself a favor and watch that because it mm. was it's literally one of the best girl group stages I've seen in a long time. Um, the, the pr- choreography was amazing. Their dancing and stage presence was fantastic. Um, just everything about it. Everything about this song is exactly what I wanted from their debut. So, although I was not as big of a fan of High High, I don't hate the song. I just want, I just expected more. I'm glad it didn't take too long to get to this point to mm. get my hype up for the group and like back to where I wanted it to be. Mm. Uh, Jacob, did you have anything else to add to what we had with uh, the? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just retread a little bit and then uh, go into like my actual thoughts on the song. Um, like what we were saying in the in the reaction, like uh, the MV was beautiful. I love to see the like diverse cast of people from like all over the world in like all different locations. Um, I thought the instrumental, like the way the instrumental like clears out with a subtle synth and snaps during the uh, "Fly Like a Butterfly" uh, part of the chorus, I thought that was awesome. Um, the beat drop chorus works really well, and uh, I thought they did a really good job at delivering like a nice high impact. And uh, once again, I I really like the voice synths they use for the instrumental. I think it sounds really cool. Okay, uh, so on my end, I guess I'd want to give additional thoughts now that I've had like a couple days to sit on uh, listening to the music video. Um, I guess to just sum it up entirely, uh, High High, or the reason High High was a song that made me realize how much I love K-pop because I feel like mm. High High was very much a quintessential K-pop song and just mm. through a Luna lens and it managed to work. Whereas Butterfly is a song that kind of almost makes me forget that I'm listening to K-pop and I love it for that entirely because, which I think sums up my love for Luna just perfectly because Luna has been doing this style of music that is stuff that I was listening to like four years ago, three, four years ago, like well before I even got back in quote unquote to K-pop full time, uh, like this sort of future based electronic stuff. It, like specifically this song reminds me so much of one of my favorite, uh, future based producers. His name is neat, uh, N E E T, but it's like the E's are Greek E's. So it's really cool. Uh, like specifically just the way that they use like the vocal chopping and everything um and like the amount of emptiness that they use in certain parts is just something that it reminds me of him so much and this is a st- like if you told me this stuff was in k-pop like if you told like 2015 me that this wasn't going to be k-pop in 2019 i wouldn't believe you just because mm. that's kind of why i fell away from k-pop in fact i just because <coughs> i didn't get as much enjoyment out of it as much as i was getting out of finding soundcloud producers and people that were doing this type of music and i think that's why i i'll, I'll, I'll probably always have a soft spot for luna just because they're always they're the ones that are always pushing that edge or finding that new sound that and just making it work in terms of the k-pop um context uh I'd say, yeah, my, my thoughts haven't changed (laughs) 
for the most part. Like, again... From two days ago? Yeah, from two days ago. <laughs> like, you'd think... I, I Most people, I feel like, if there was any issues, it'd be like the fly like a butterfly or the wings, wings yeah, part. The, it might the seem first weird. Time I, yeah, go the ahead. first time I heard it in, like, watching the music, because I was going to write up uh, thoughts for the reaction. Um, I just never... I forgot to send them to you, and you guys forgot to remind me. Um... <laughs> But the first time I heard it, the fly like a butterfly part in the drop where it's insanely high, that part got to me a little bit. The rest of it, like where it's a little lower, it's not nearly as high, didn't bother me. Um, but that part, I was like, this is a little too grating. Mm. Um, I've since gotten used to it and it doesn't bother me anymore. But mm. like the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, that's insanely <laughs> high and not pleased, like not really like pleasing to hear hmm. um but once you get used to it it's not bad that's actually my favorite part of the song now just because i love how hmm. it like obviously it's, it's processed all to hell because there's <laughs> no way somebody can hit that that's like dog whistle level yeah, like no, register. no one wings like that no one yeah. sings like that yeah you, you can't hit that but i think it's just awesome because it's it's so it's memorable <laughs> and that's obviously that's what they're going for here but yeah. Um, oh yeah definitely it's catchy as hell uh, we we even barely even got to talk about like their styling or whatever, but just oh my god, it's incredible. Mm. Specifically, like again, I have my biases obviously. So I mean, uh, Chu, I love her outfit. I love the she during the live stages and for that one part, like the black and white, she wears this like really nice like corset belt. Um, on, I think she's the only one that has it, so that's a nice detail. Um, I love Cherry. Having purple hair finally, so she she fulfills her color. Um, dirty blonde haired Kim Lip looks incredible. Uh, freaking short hair hustle, holy crap! Like, yeah. why didn't she do that before? Like, yeah. I think that's. I, I think, think that this is her best look yet. Oh, definitely, because I feel oh, like yeah, my easily. my my issue was that I kept confusing her <laughs> when I was first starting out. I kept confusing her with a Heejin because they both had long. Heejin, Hyunjin, and Hassel I kept confusing so yep, easily just because they all have long black hair. But Hassel looks infinitely better with this bob cut or like this like for, shoulder haircut. It's so good. For me, it was Hassel yeah. and Hyunjin that I would always get mixed up. And not mm-hmm. not because like I could recognize their faces that were different. It was like I just forgot whose name was which. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, yeah, I totally forgot. I don't know how I forgot to mention, but yeah, Cherry's hair. Oh, purple hair. When I, yeah, when like it got teased (laughs) that she had purple hair, I was just like yelling in Luna Discord like (laughs) for her every day and for the teaser to come out. And it's when it did, I was like became my profile picture in my phone background, and I changed my Discord name to Cherry Cherry (laughs) Daybok instead of Truly Daybok. so yeah, that it looks amazing. Vivi has red hair again. <laughs> they give her, mm. they are going to give her a different color besides <laughs> like some shade of red. It's always pink. I mean, granted, she went to black or last time or whatever, but um, yeah. Also, got to mention like how uh, what's your name? Go on's like the main character of of this because yeah. sorry I got it yeah. wrong. Her, th- her I was thing say, is you got so many comments. Butterfly. Sorry, her thing is the like, butterfly. What the animal? You're getting the animal. I'm wrong, sorry. Like. I don't. I, I honestly like. I'm not. I was, like, oh, I wasn't part of this, you. but I, I, really, I, so I could care comments. less about the animals in all honesty, just because they really. Do. I just know cherry is a fruit bat because it's weird. Yeah, Why something like that's I don't a know. Weird choice. And like Jin Soul <laughs> is like a beta fish or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
anyway uh she's like the main character and she gets like one of the main rap lines and she gets some center um parts or whatever so i think that's just in general like uh good like luna is just a miracle in how they're they able they're managing to have line distribution for 12 goddamn members because you sure as hell know you sure as hell know (coughs) wuju sonyo isn't like they're not doing any of this this kind of stuff like wuju sonyo when they had 13 members like i'm sure like all of like six actually had individual lines uh or because like and half of those were like yeonjung or whatever so the fact that they're able to have proper line distribution with uh all these members is still just a feat that should be celebrated uh, moving on, uh, we've got the start of the proper album tracks, starting off with Satellite. Uh, it's a, it's a song I enjoyed a lot, definitely. Um, definitely the chorus, uh, mostly. Um, but I would say, in terms of the verses, I'd maybe mix it up a bit. There was this one part in the second verse I love where it kind of just, it's like a downward arpeggio. It's like, do, 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 do. And I wish they incorporated a bit more. Um, also, Yojin's kind of the one card carrying the chorus of this. So I'm glad that her, Yojin and Vivi are the ones hard carrying the chorus. So I'm just kind of glad that they're getting the lines and the recognition. So yeah, I, I enjoyed this song a lot. So, uh, so. Right in the beginning, I uh, I really like the sound of how like whoever says the I'm talking about you, um, and uh, the uh, I like the like the beep beep boop beats <laughs> like I don't know how to describe them that they like sort of use to keep the tempo of the song. I think it's yeah. pretty catchy. Um, like I was like after I listened to it for the first time, I was just like kind of like humming the that part of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, once again, I think the chorus works, uh, works really well, especially like the, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about you. Yeah. I think that's, that's my super, fa- super catchy. That's my favorite part mm-hmm. of the song easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I, I loved the song. Um, it's probably my second favorite. Um, I thought the chiptune synth line was fantastic. Um, and their vocals were outstanding. Um, I liked the mix of the super synth sounds and then the actual piano and then they do the same thing having like the clean vocals as well as like the chopped up and modified vocals mm-hmm. i thought they did a really good job mixing those two like more traditional acoustic sounds and real sounds and then the more synthy modified sounds um also the ad libs at the end were like utterly fantastic um yeah i thought this song was a my gonna be my favorite, but then we'll get to my actual favorite. <laughs> uh, next, we've got Curiosity. Uh, just I guess logistically, this would probably be my least favorite out of all of the tracks on this. But even that, just yeah, that's not saying much because I enjoyed pretty much everything on this. Just because that chorus, I and I love the da da da. Like again, just when they dip into minor, it's on these R and B tracks. It's just awesome. Um, I kind of wish that they did that for the entire, uh, bridge, um, mm. or just like the, or the, yeah, there, there's parts that I wish they could have incorporated that a bit more. Um, also I feel like, uh, with Butterfly, I kind of felt like the, the raps were a bit like ham-fisted in there. Whereas in this, I felt like it was a bit more natural in all honesty. Cause I felt like this song worked a lot better, uh, in terms of having a rap line. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't, I don't think they should, 
Luna shouldn't feel forced to have a rap line in every song necessarily, just because it it, it it doesn't always go with this, uh, especially if it's something more. I don't know. Uh, it's if something a lot more chill, a la butterfly. But with these like R and B tracks, I think they it's perfect and they always complement it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I think the song is good. Uh, like the only real problem I have with it is that I don't think it differentiates itself from other songs on the album enough. Yeah. Um, like as for the actual music, I really like the uh, funky like synth instrumentals that are laced throughout the song. Um, I think the sings the like sing rap style of singing they went with um, in many verses. Uh, I think that works really well. So I was happy to hear that. That yeah, I was happy to hear that because like sometimes it doesn't really work. It it can be like annoying, but I think in this song it, it worked well. Um, and again, I like the song a lot, but like I I wish it did more to stand out a little more from like Satellite and Colors, which it like pretty much had the like uh, unfortunate fate of being just yeah, sandwiched between. Sandwiched between yeah. Mm-hmm. Nate. Um. Yeah. For me, uh, I thought this song was like straight out of Odd Eye Circles playbook. Yeah, definitely. Um, I. The song is all over the place, um, but for me, I thought it was good. Um, I thought there's just so many interesting things going on. Um, I, my, my best way to describe it was like it's funky, synthy, chill goodness. Yeah. Um, but it's just like I don't really know how to describe it other than that. Um, yeah, overall, is another song I, I liked a lot. I don't think it was as good as Satellite, but um, I still loved it. Like I said, this is what I wanted from Luna from the start. So mm. this type of weird, like just awesomeness. Uh, <coughs> Next, we're on to uh, colors. This is probably besides the intro. This is probably my second favorite of the album tracks, just because, again, just the line distribution for the chorus is just a masterpiece of how they're able to get almost every. Like the chorus, if you listen to it, like it kind of sounds like it'd be for one person, but they managed to make it work with like four or five different people, and they do it for each different time they do the uh, the chorus. It's a different set of people, so getting almost mm-hmm. everyone to participate in the chorus and still manage and have them all be able to hit the lines or the like the notes properly because there's some high notes in 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 that too. So just having that mm-hmm. work out is just awesome. Um, the instrumental during the chorus, especially, is just really could I, I, I yeah it, it, it's probably what made curiosity feel a bit lackluster just in comparison to, to how awesome uh the chorus for colors was and then there's this awesome instrumental breakdown that they get to towards the end and then it goes into like this quiet like bridge thingy i kind of wish that they just instead of having like the quiet part of the bridge they just kept that instrumental break and then just transposed the lyrics over that just because i felt like that would have been a nice change of pace but i mean that didn't that didn't kill the song too much like this was yeah definitely a favorite of mine mm-hmm. all right so uh i thought the like really punchy percussion like mixed with a really nice fun beat i think that really makes a song for me uh like it really hypes up the song even in spots where i feel like the vocals didn't necessarily blow me away um that being said, that's not to say the vocals in the song were bad. Like, there were just some parts that were kind of like just okay, and then other parts that were really good. Um, I thought the pause uh, before one of the verses, like towards the middle of the song, like before the second pre-chorus, was pretty cool. I thought that was uh, well done. And uh, the beat drop chorus uh, towards like the latter half, I thought that felt kind of out of place. But uh, that being said, I still liked it. I thought it was pretty good. So 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, I thought I really love the fake out for a drop at the beginning um, where they like build, they cut, and then they just kind of continue with the song. Um, everyone, you kind of expect a drop there, and there wasn't one. Um, I I liked the like mystery, like mysterious uh, sounding instrumentals. Um, I thought it matched the vocals perfectly, um, and I thought this was a really good vocal uh, showcase. Um, and then the instrumental solo leading into like the more ballady bridge, um, I thought it gave it a good break. Um, so yeah. And, just another another amazing song. Mm. Speaking of vocal showcase, we're at, we've got "Where You At," which is uh, the closing track for at least for the new section of songs. So uh, again, I'm usually the one that kind of harps on like boring ballady tracks, but I just feel like juxtaposed against at least with full member twelve member Luna, like they mostly do just like dance or in- electronic instrumental tracks so this something like this is an awesome change of pace and the vocals during the chorus are just incredibly catchy and i incredibly well done uh it's easily my favorite <laughs> of the album track <laughs> if you if you were to tell me my favorite track on a, on a luna album would be or my favorite album track on a luna album would be the ballad i i, I think i think i was crazy but <laughs> they managed to do it um Mostly just because uh, that melody that they use for that synth is just incredible. How it complements the vocals so well. It's kind of like a counter melody almost. Like it's just, just like how it, it's sort of like touching each of the notes or whatever. But like from the what I'm hearing, I think like Aiden mentioned that this might be what Luna the Ballad sounds like. And if this is what Luna the Ballad sounds like, I'm all in. I'm a hundred percent in on this. I Definitely. want an entire group like this. Um, also, just a small mention, the producer of this song was Daniel Kim, who worked on pretty much like half the Monster X album that we just covered. <laughs> he did Alligator, Ghost, Rodeo, Turbulence, and Steeler, so he's got a pretty good well, repertoire. He did all the good ones. <laughs> he yes, did all the basically. good ones, yeah. He did so Rodeo, he, Ghost, Turbulence. Yeah, so he's, he's got a good track record going for him so far. Uh, so for me, like uh, this, other than maybe Butterfly, was definitely the standout track in the album, like easily. Um, I think it easily has the best vocal performances out of like any of the songs on the mini album. And uh, it's definitely among the best vocals I've heard from them like ever. Um, so yeah, like uh, also I thought the mixing could have easily not worked on this song, but I'm really glad it did. Because, like, in order to pull off the right kind of, like, impact, they needed to, like, convey... They needed to, like, convey a certain amount of openness, I guess, as far as, like, the mixing goes. So, I was really glad that worked out. Because, like, that's one of the my favorite parts of the song. Um, and, yeah, it's... This is definitely a highlight track in the album for me. It's probably my favorite, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that... It's got the right amount of echoey... Uh, yeah. For... Echo and openness, yeah. Yeah, because... It's kind of it's kind of hard to get that going with both the vocals and well, both that synth line. It's like where it's like doo doo like yeah. it's very short, so you you, you got to stretch it out a bit, <laughs> like mm. or you, you've got to make it a bit echoey to just fit that the vibe that they got going for that chorus. But it works yeah, so like, well. Again, like the dreamy vibe is definitely like what I like the best about this song, mm. on top of the vocals. Yeah, uh, for me, this classic. This is like the classic, like sentimental girl group style ballady mm. song um and this is exactly what i needed for them 
I thought this was utterly amazing, like, vocals, harmonies, production. Um, like, you guys are saying this is your favorite song on the track or your favorite mm-hmm. album song. This is my favorite Luna song, counting all their solos. Really? All their subunits. I do really this love this song. This song blew me away. And I'm so excited for Luna the Ballad because this, I love this yeah. type of song. Like, this, this is the... Like this early SNSD style, yeah. like sentimental ballady type song, I just love, and they pulled it off flawlessly. Um, like, yeah, there, there's not anything else I can say. This is my favorite Luna song. Period. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I could probably agree with you in terms of vocals. Like, in terms of vocals, I'd probably this is probably up there with like Sonatine in terms of how amazing mm-hmm. the vocals are. So again, if that's our teaser, if this is what like our tiny tidbit of luna the ballad like we might have a ballad album that's freaking like album of the year candidate like not even just counting like this like this is excellent as it is so i mean mm-hmm. and if there's one thing that can get you over in korea it's an it's awesome it's it's amazing ballads so who knows that might yeah. be that might be their saving grace of all things so uh, with that said, we can move on to our ratings, and again, we work uh, for those of you that are new, uh, especially those that only listen to LunaCast, we are working off a new system. Uh, we are Out of a 10, we are scoring a maximum of 7 points for the music, whereas I individually scored 3.5 specifically for the title track, and 3.5 for the album tracks, and a maximum of 3 points for the concept. That being said, I am going to give... Luna XX, uh, the single gets a three out of three point five because Butterfly. Again, I, I still m- might need to think it over in terms of if, if I like this more than High High or Favorite. If anything, I like mm. them for different reasons, and that's a that's a sign of a good group where it's not really an and or thing. It's like you're versatile enough to show me two good, am- two amazing uh, styles of songs, and yeah, I, I can't get over this song. In all honesty, I've just been humming the the fly like a butterfly part that's like on the train every time i'm listening to this mm-hmm. so it, just it's an amazing song amazing song and i again i i was so scared that i wasn't gonna like it i was so scared just because luna hype has just been off the charts over the past year so i'm just like there's no way they can keep it up and they managed mm-hmm. to blow away my expectations so and you know me you know me i'm stingy as fuck even when it comes to like groups i love yeah. so for me to say that i'm blown away that that carries gravitas. Uh, album tracks three out of three point five. Again, I enjoyed almost everything. Minor complaints otherwise, but that's that's a really good score for me. And the concept full marks three out of three. I'm still thinking about that music video, the cinematography. Yeah. Uh, like that's like a masterclass of just like how you produce music videos, how you use Digs color, you petty, man. Digs you petty. How you use color to build emotion, as I mentioned before, and it it complements it so well. Again, not not to mention how clean the choreography was. Just like, man, no one does it like Luna. Seriously, no one does presentation Mm. like Luna. No one does concept. Like, they embody the term concept where everything they do is... All it's it's all part of the plan, as they say. Uh, like mm, everything, universe. every little detail, like from the album, the album, like the order, like one through six, like the, these new tracks are all in order, and then seven through twelve is plus Solo plus songs. in reverse, in reverse yeah. order. Like again, the attention to detail that they have, that's how you get, that's how you win me over. Again, I'm a very, as a designer, I'm a very detail oriented person. 
Like mm. those things are what make or make or break albums or what make or break groups for me. And the fact that they're able to be so attention uh, detail oriented, it just puts Luna in just a completely different level. Well, as a, compared to other groups. So for me, that's mm. a nine out of 10 and that's something I'm very rarely giving out this year. I feel so well-deserving. Yeah. Uh, so for me, for music, uh, I gave it a 5.5 out of seven. I thought like everything was super strong. Um, the only one that kind of like lagged behind a little bit for me was uh, curiosity. I felt like it blended in with satellite and colors too much. Um, and yeah, and then also I, I really liked the production and like the song overall for colors, but I felt like certain parts of vocals weren't like um like nearly on par with like something like Where You At, which is definitely the standout on the album. Um but yeah, like the three songs I'll probably re- return to the most are Butterfly, Satellite, and Where You At. Um those are definitely the best songs in the album mm. for me. So yeah, this was super strong in my opinion. Um, number, uh, number two concept, I gave it, uh, you know, full three out of three. I thought the <coughs> music video was awesome. Again, like Andrew said, their, their attention to detail is definitely evident and I think it definitely deserves recognition. So yeah, like Luna, like if I'm going to praise them for anything, their like their concept is definitely like what I know them for the most. So yeah, overall I gave them an 8.5 out of 10. I thought this was awesome mini album. Nate. 10 out of 10. 10 oh wow. my god. What? <laughs> I loved absolutely every track on the album. It was, like I said, it was exactly what I wanted from their debut. Um, and I think that helped. It, like, I think that's why I loved it so much, was my expectations were lowered because I high high and plus plus weren't really what I was hoping they would do based yeah. on how awesome and experimental all their solos and subunit stuff was that it fell too safe so i kind of fell off the luna train um yeah. so this this coming out and being that experimental like just fantastically unique sound um was just blew my expectations out of the yeah. water mm. so yeah it's 10 out of 10 i loved I mean- everything about it that's the holy grail in K-pop. Again, that's that's one of our biggest gripes is like, oh, it just sounds like such and such or it sounds too much like what they've done yeah. before. Like uniqueness is in pop music is something that's very hard to find. And the fact that Luna's been, yeah. Blackberry's been able to build yeah. that niche for Luna this early well, on in like, the game. For concept, did you guys even mention the the limited A cover? No. Because like it the, looks so good. The, like the, the bu- butterflies. The wings, yeah. That's the different the, color wings. Like, yeah. It, that cover is amazing. But why, but why do some of them not have wings? I don't understand. I don't There's probably the some universe. deeper meaning to that. There's definitely <laughs> There's some like, deep theory they, they, for that. They need to grow, and then well, we're going to find out like, or something like that. I don't know. There's like dots on some of their wings, and people are saying it's like a teaser for the next album or something. <laughs> what the you. hell? Dots are a teaser. People they're are reading like, going, at this point. No, like, yeah, they, we're making up much. some bullshit. <laughs> but the cover like, is like beautiful. What I, how I visualize Orbits who are making these series are like the crazy guy with the map and the <laughs> yeah. dots and the red lines. Like. <laughs> Aliens. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, so it, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Cooper. I, I, I thought this was super good. Mm, Cooper's thoughts. Cooper's thoughts. His summary is, In retrospect, I don't think their debut was as strong as it should have been considering the long buildup, but the teasers Mm. for this new album really impressed me, and when I saw the MV, 
I was blown away. The cinematography is their best yet, and the lyrical meaning with all the diversity was so beautiful to see in K-pop. I love every track on the album. This is exactly the sound I hoped for as they evolve. I don't have a favorite track. They're just all that good. I know I gave CLC number one a 10, but this so far has been my favorite (laughs) album of the year. Wow. So. I like I like how he gave CLC a 10 and has regretted it twice <laughs> ever since. Yeah. ONF, he was like, he gave a 9.5 and was like, this is better than CLC. And now this, he's like, this is better than CLC. So yeah, no surprise, Oops. Cooper gives this perfect marks, a 10 out of 10. So doing crunching the numbers, that average is out to a 9.5. A 9.375 round up to 9.5, and that gets Ace. Uh, Truly Daybok, shiny. Easily gets Truly Daybok. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Way over the threshold. Way Mm. over the threshold. Incredible album. Um, (coughs) I know, for those of you that might not be uh, Orbits or just are listening to it because you are either just a, a traditional listener of... Luna, or you're trying to, f- or, or of our podcast, or if you're just trying to gauge what opinions are, if you're kind of hesitant to listen to Luna, just like don't let don't let the craziness of Orbit scare you away, because this this is some of the best music we have, just in general, like right now, honestly, like you you're doing yourself a disservice if you're gonna ignore Luna for the craziness uh, that their fandom sort of brings, and yeah, and I say that as someone that usually doesn't like participating in craziness of fandoms. Like army just revolts me (laughs) is revolting for most of the part, but I mean, just again, it's it's worth it. It's worth it just to listen to just how amazing their music is. And you really, again, if you haven't listened to them or if you were lukewarm on them at first, seriously, just give give butterfly a shot. Like I think it'll blow everyone away. In all honesty, yeah. So uh, you can go listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music. If you're in Korea. I don't know why you're listening to this because we're speaking in English entirely, but I'm sure you can find it on uh, streaming services there. Uh, physical albums are delayed, but the second I get my hands on it, maybe I'll do an unboxing. Let me know if you want to see that, or maybe I'll listen to, I'll see what the uh, hidden album tracks are up to. Uh, but yeah, let us know what your thoughts are on Luna uh, in the comments below. What did you like, Butterfly? What was your favorite album track? Would you put this above uh, plus plus, or would you put? Uh, would you put plus plus above XX? Uh, please let us know in the comments. Yep. Topic three. All right. Topic three. Go for it, Jacob. It's your topic. All right. Um, what I don't do really I show? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't really just show like a Korean flag or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the website of Sun Kyung Kwan. Uh, or something. Yeah. So so uh, anyways, um, I guess this is just my topic about how like uh, what I'll be doing in the next like four months or so. So um, by the time this video goes up, I'll already be in Korea. But like uh, we're well, currently uh, recording this on Thursday night last when week. Do you, from when you when say. Do you... You leave Sunday? Yes, I leave Sunday the 24th. You'll you'll arrive Monday when this goes up? Yep. So, I'll arrive, uh, well, this will go up on Wednesday, I think. Oh, this part will go up Wednesday. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, anyways, um, yeah, I'll arrive Monday, and uh, on Monday I'll only have like a hotel room, so I gotta check in there, but on the 26th I get to move in. And yeah, so basically I'll be studying abroad at Sung Yun Kwan University in uh, Seoul. And uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, it, I think it's just um, crazy that this is actually happening now because it's something that we've yeah. been talking about for three years. Like bef- this, yep. you talking about going to Korea predates Truly Daybok. You know, yes. Uh, well, yeah, it was the first conversation Jacob and I had. Yeah. Was he was in high school and was like, "Hey, I want to do that." Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, I did that like three years ago." Yeah. <laughs> and now three years later, it's yep. You're doing it. It's just yeah. It's finally I, I was just like. Like it's like when I was looking for colleges, like legitimately, like one of the one of my like requirements was being Criteria. able to study abroad, um, not necessarily in Korea, but that was definitely my top destination. So I I was lucky that, um, you know Clarkson offered that. Uh, that's where I go to school is Clarkson University. Um, and yeah, like uh, the process was actually surprisingly easy. Because uh, at my school, yeah. everyone tries to go to everyone tries to go to Australia and England because they speak English there. So yeah, like, everyone. Um, like the only ones that are competitive are Australia, England, France, uh, Sweden, stuff like that. Yeah, um, it was really easy for me too because they were yeah. saying like, yeah, like students from Yonsei would go to Tech, but yeah. like they never were able to send people back because nobody really mm-hmm. ever wanted to go. Like very yeah. few people. Um, so yeah, it was really easy for me too. Same yeah, like, like if you, if you go to my school and you want to go to Korea, all you have to do is just have over a 3.0 and you can go. <laughs> That's basically yeah. it. Okay. Hold on. I'm looking at the, the website. This, your school was founded in 1398. What the hell? Yeah. It's yes. one of the oldest, yes. oldest this, universities your, your in the world. Your school is older yeah. than America. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of schools are older than America, but that school is older than like, Modern civilization. <laughs> yeah, like Nate, didn't that's you, like didn't the, you visit that's there? That's like, huh? Didn't you visit the yeah. old campus there? Yeah, I, w- I went to the old campus. Yeah, walked around the like, yeah, like kind that, of was in, that was in that was in Seoul, right? Yeah, it's in Seoul. Okay, well, because their like uh, main campus is in Suwon. It's the natural science one where they do all like yeah, the yeah. STEM majors and stuff. So like, my computer science and math classes will be done in the Suwon campus. And my uh, Korean class will be uh, on the Seoul campus. So since I was like half and half, I was like, I may as well live in Seoul because that's pretty much where everything's going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it was actually kind of funny. Yonsei was established the exact same year as Michigan Tech. Oh, really? Like both schools I went to. <laughs> and they were both the exact same. It was like 1876 or something uh, for both schools. All right, um, that's that's pretty crazy like though. Five hundred years after your school, after school. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sungkyun Kwan is actually the oldest university in all of Asia. Actually, yeah, it's one of the oldest me. in the world. Like, it, I, I remember reading because, like I said, yeah, like Jacob said, I went to the. They have like a historical part, like that you can tour and like be touristy and like to just have information and stuff. Um, actually, so, like, now that I think about it, read up on the history and stuff. When Andrew said older than America, it's actually older than even the discovery of America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like not even close to being old. It's it's like three times as old as the United That's insane. States. It's crazy. Um, um yeah, like what I mean, is it? six six hundred years. It's crazy yeah. to me. Um, there's a there's a 620th anniversary like commemoration thing on the website that I'm looking at right now. 620 yeah. years. So like, 
are do you have like any questions jacob i'm sure this topic would be like nice like if you have questions mm. maybe other people that listen might have questions that i could answer yeah, since yeah. I, especially if you yeah, don't if, know if, if, you're if, you're, if you're newer to the podcast like i did i lived in seoul for four months i studied abroad there in 2012 uh, yep. i went to yonsei university so like i've been through all this and i it, and i'm sure if you have questions other people might be interested in studying abroad and have questions uh, my f- main question now is like, what did you do for your phone? Uh, so phone, I, um, I actually eventually went and got, a uh, like pay per minute SIM card. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, that's you, probably what I'm going to well, do. That was, be- yeah. Data. Yeah. I didn't do data. I just, you, well, you, you can live off of Wi-Fi. It's fine. Um, well, well at for least- me, for me, like what I, what I want like I just I want to have make sure Actually, I always I have, data have data at all times because like I think I did have data because of maps and stuff yeah like it's not even because like YouTube or music or anything like that I just like I need to be able to look things up when I yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to so know like, no, like random facts no, or whatever yeah I think I did do data um because it was pretty cheap um I when I originally like a hundred percent. I actually made a mistake. I think we got it off, but make sure you're uh, you turn data off when you before you fly. Oh yeah, because like yeah, I didn't turn me. data off for like a day, and it was like a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Oh my! God. Even though I wasn't even using my phone for anything oh data because I didn't think I had data. <laughs> yeah, because it was yeah. but just all the things running in the background, yeah. roaming. Yeah, it, the well, the charges were insane. I I think I, we were able we we were able to get it off our bill. But yeah, make sure because you can t- you don't have to go like you can have it in non airplane mode, but turn data yeah. off. It's yeah, in just the turn settings. off cellular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then just live off of Wi Fi, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, eventually you could just go. Like, you'll, I like I had a a lot of the things I did were easier because there were people there that were fluent that I like hung out with. Yeah. Um, Cause like, yeah, like things for like signing up for a, well, actually no. Oh, that's right. Now that I think about it, I think our school had a thing to help us get phones and stuff. Oh, that's good. Um, apparently like there's the, a store on campus for us, but like, yeah, you're not going to get the best deal by going there. Okay. Um, somebody also mentioned that there's like this, like Chinese stand that sells <laughs> SIM cards <laughs> and it's like unlimited data for like 24 24- <laughs> $24 a month, oh, but I'm okay. like, I don't know, but it apparently it only works with some phones, so oh, okay, it's like a crapshoot yeah. whether it'll work or not. Uh, I mean, um, I guess you mm-hmm. should mention about like how you, you're already in a, like a group chat with like all of your, all the people that are staying yeah, yeah. in the international section of uh, Sunken Kwan. Yeah, so um, uh, somebody posted in like, so when I was accepted, like officially when they sent the acceptance package, they're like, yeah, you must, you must join this Facebook group for uh announcements and stuff and then along with that there was another group that was optional it was more for like people to just like talk and like meet each other and then uh yeah. somebody made a group chat on cacao that everyone could join and like currently there's 159 people in there so <laughs> oh, wow. like uh it made it easy to like just meet people and like make friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. ask questions yeah have you have uh, you told any of them about our, our podcast yeah i actually ended up telling <laughs> Telling them yesterday oh, about it. Oh, are any, accident, of them, oh are any of them? Hey, on accident. Hello. Well, not an accident. It was like kind of more like, um, like I, ca- <laughs> like because 
uh, we just recently opened up a chat for like people who like Korean music and oh, okay. Like they were like, "How the heck do you know so like all this stuff?" And oh, I was because like, you I were just like, because you were I think I need to. You're expert. just like, you're the big-brained one. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, I need to because my uh, I have a podcast and we cover all like all new releases basically. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like. Uh, Did you link just, it at least so that they can subscribe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they okay. they asked for the link, so I just I linked it. And, Hello, yeah. Jacobs fellow study abroad people we're all single yes. here <laughs> oh my god okay um what <laughs> that was completely unnecessary okay. don't mind him people he's weird anyway but no i think i think it's cool hopefully hopefully that you can because i know you want to do vlogs or you want to like document um, part of it yeah Try- i'd like to that's one thing i definitely want to do is document up to a certain extent like um and i feel like other people find it useful because there's like a lack of information on a lot of stuff um that's like easy i guess yeah because i mean like eat eat your kimchi has been gone for years now so yeah Yeah, because they moved to japan a few years ago so yeah so like there's there's some other channels that do do a lot of that stuff but um I don't know. I feel like even if it's already been done, people who uh, listen to podcasts and like our channel will be interested to see. Yeah, just I guess. H- how you're getting used to living in a completely different country when you barely left yeah. New York State or for or you, you've never left the country well, except for like yeah, Paris. I, and yeah, like, I've been to like Paris, Spain. Barcelona, and Toronto. I went to all three of those cities before New York City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so tell, that's like, my the, that's my travel experience. Yeah, like the, the culture shock as well. But yeah, it'd be cool if you can just go around with all your uh, mm. your friends or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. But <laughs> it's just I don't know. I I think uh, like I I I'm not nervous. All right, so. I am a little nervous, like getting the days going up, and it's not because yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. It's more just because yeah. it's such a big moment. It's yeah, yeah. This is a this is a life boat. moment for you. Like, seriously, I had, yeah. I had literally like I didn't have worry about being away from home or anything. Yeah, but like I never got homesick or anything. But yeah, just yeah. the fact that you're like, oh, I'm gonna uproot my life for four months and live in the yeah. other side of the planet. Yeah, the yeah. place I've never been. I don't speak a language fluently. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because for me, it's, like, um, it's my my radius mm. of living is so close, like New York and New Jersey. And yeah. you're, you're going from like New York State to freaking like halfway across the world. So, well, I, yeah, I'd never. Well, you've you'd at least been to Europe. I had never left. Yeah. Yeah, I never other, left the United States, the U.S. or or Canada. North America. Canada doesn't count because um, I live so close to it. Um, but yeah, like I literally had never never been anywhere remotely yeah. different than the u.s so i think i think that's one way that i'm blessed is that uh like my high school does <laughs> yeah um my my high school does like a uh, a field trip like every two years with the french and spanish uh classes mm-hmm. so like the mm-hmm. people who take college french and college spanish there is every two years they go on a uh, a trip to paris and to barcelona it's like for like a week um and yeah, like up till now, like that was probably the biggest experience of my life, like legitimately, like, um, it was just weird. I, I feel like that's definitely what triggered like my, um, like love of travel specifically. Wanderlust, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, I, I don't know. Like 
When I was on the plane going home, I literally cried because I didn't want to leave yet. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it's it's probably gonna be like that when you leave Korea, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I I'm I'm excited for, I guess, just a change of pace. I guess from living here in the U.S. Like this is my home. I'll never like get sick of just living here. But it's just uh, you know. This isn't an experience that I guess everybody gets to. No, no, yeah, know, no. Not happens, everyone so, gets to you know. live in another country like halfway across yeah. the world like this. Especially Americans. Like, like Europeans kind of shit on or knock on us for not leaving or traveling as much. Whereas in Europe, it's kind of normal for people to just go traveling or gap year that sort of thing. Because I mean, countries in Europe are a lot smaller. Because I mean, compared to well, the yeah. U.S., where there's just so much to see. Like you can't even mm, like there. Most people haven't even visited all fifty states in the United States. Like as it is. Yeah, so. going going to a country is in Europe is like going to a different state in the U.S. Yeah. Most people yeah. visit states nearby, but yep. Like yeah, you're. It's it's not like it's easy for us to visit other countries other than like Mexico if you're in the south or yeah. Canada if you're in the north. Yeah. So. Um, and those are, at least Canada is, basically just the u.s in terms of culture like yeah it's except for montreal culture. quebec like, except yeah, for quebec. yeah yeah quebec. French i went Canada. to i went to montreal um, for a hackathon and it felt like i was in europe again like yeah. as somebody who has been to paris like it felt like <clears throat> i was in france so but like yeah crazy. The, the canada i know toronto and yeah and windsor and stuff is all it's basically just the u.s yeah in terms it's basically of culture, the u.s so. yeah there's there's yeah. almost like, no difference except they see a boot <laughs> a boot instead of a boat. Okay, so over under, how many concerts are you? Do you plan on going to in Korea? And we'll see how many you actually end up going to. Um, I'm gonna say like three, probably. Three? That's it? I, well, I I don't have a ton of money, so like, and you can't. Yeah, and I mean, and I still have to study too. <laughs> yeah, I went to. Who needs to study? I think I went to four. Four plus a fan sign event. Oh yeah, the the uh, Miss A one that you the randomly Miss a, found out yeah. about. <laughs> that was yeah, that was the greatest thing ever. Like literally, went to the local music shop, like by my college, and was buying album. albums. <laughs> and well, I was just buying a bunch of random albums. I just picked up like I was. I probably bought like a Car album and a Rainbow album, mm -hmm. and like I was just buying random albums of groups I liked. And one of them was, uh, yeah, Miss A, this new album, and the. <laughs> The shopkeeper was like, hey, they're doing a fan signing, like, literally the giant building, like, two buildings over, uh, and, like, later on this afternoon. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just walked into that. So that was good. Um, yeah, hopefully something like that yeah. happens to you, Jacob. <laughs> you just get... Re yeah, get I, into I, I want to get these random opportunities. Like, you have to, go to, you have to get into yeah, a twice the, fan signing or, like, an Eyes One hmm. fan signing or, like, I don't know. Idol or I think those are probably a lot harder to get into yeah. than this A fan signing. <sighs> he needs to get into like um like a dream catcher fan sign. Yeah. Or card. Like yeah. Uh, <laughs> card, if they yeah. if they release music. <laughs> yeah. Um, well I'm sure if like, card hey, releases I went music to you your first concert in Toronto. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm sure if, <laughs> if card releases music, you can probably go to that you can probably yeah. go to that debut event because it's it's probably not oh, as yeah. like the uh ex I could exclusive. Go to music stage is probably easily for that, yeah. Or you can just um, go around to like places where break. you could you have to you know you have to go find people that are busking and then you have to be like, Okay, this group's gonna blow up in like five years and we're gonna be like, I told you so <laughs> <laughs> We uh breaking news. What uh, it's he just won on M Countdown. Oh my that, god! That, that, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Wait, really? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, this is eighteen hours ago. I just didn't see it. Lord. Anyway, did did anyone post it on Discord? Hell yeah, we posted on Discord like a hundred times. Oh, (laughs) I was too busy. I was too busy doing the rating stuff. Recycle react. Oops. (laughs) Um. No, but what I was gonna say is, uh, no, you 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 know who she should find? You should find Walari. If Walari, (laughs) if Walari is busking, you need to tell them them. we are the biggest fans. Oh my god. Yeah, that you have to. You we have to live vicariously through you, Jacob, for the next four months until we until yeah. I go to Korea. <laughs> One thing I definitely want to do is uh, go around and visit like different cities and stuff. Hmm. Like, uh, like I'll be at the uh, airport in Incheon, but like I heard Incheon has like really good seafood, uh, Busan oh. especially as well. Um, yeah, just like all the different like cities and see what like they have to offer. Like if I have a break or something, Jeju Island would be really cool. Especially since like yeah. they speak you have a completely to... different language. Yeah, yeah. Jeju is completely different. Yeah, that was the thing. Like I didn't, know. I didn't get to travel at all. Like mm. I mean, I traveled all over Seoul just because yeah. you just take the subway or whatever. But I mean, even but, like, that, yeah, I didn't really leave Seoul. Even um, that's just a lot to discover. I mean, it's kind. Of, oh like yeah, City. I mean, Seoul is like literally a third of the country, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in terms, terms of, of like population. In terms of well, in terms of land or population, I think it's even more. Um, but like just even like landmass that takes up like the metropolitan area is yeah ginormous. Yeah, suburbs you and need stuff. to yeah. go watch yeah. go watch LCK. You have to go watch LCK because I don't oh, yeah, think we're like gonna be able professional to. gaming and stuff. When, yeah, or right, go oh, watch. Yeah, well, yeah. I went to uh, like but, yeah because when I was there, I saw the GSL Starcraft. finals. Yeah, yeah. For you have Starcraft. to go see so, or um, I don't know if they still do Overwatch events in Korea, but apparently. You have to go see, uh, Apparently they don't have Apex in Korea yet. Yeah, no, they they stopped so, Apex yeah, like, because Overwatch. So somebody wait, and they, they, and, wait, what? Yeah, there were like it. a bunch of Korean streamers the other like last week. Oh, I don't know because the this guy in in the group chat is like, yeah, you can't get it on in Korea yet. So you have to if so if you want to play it there and like install it at a PC bong, you have to add it to your library before you leave. Oh, oh okay. For playing games. Oh, but we're talking about professionally. Yeah. Oh no. no. No Apex. Jacob's, oh, no, Jacob's I just saying like you can't, can't even play, play the game. Like it's oh. not at, at PC Bong. Like you have to own it yourself. Can, are you? Yeah, gonna, you, uh, should yes. a, you should do. You should do a live stream from <laughs> from, from a PC Bong. Yeah. Should I just bring my webcam with me and like? Yeah, bring your webcam and then just be like, okay, I'm grinding Korean like solo queue on League of Legends, and everyone's just cursing oh you out God. for being a foreign and dude. Dude, <laughs> no, they curse me out for being bad. Like I'm so bad. Um, just play Aram. Yeah, when. When I'm there, Jacob, we definitely have to go to Yonsei so you can see it since it's your fa- one of your favorite dramas. Oh, yeah. Reply there. 1994. So good. Yeah. You already saw oh. most of the campus. It you was to... so serial watching that show. I was just oh, like, really? oh, my God. Another well, thing. Well, yeah, because I just like, that was my campus. I walked around mm-hmm. that campus every day for yeah. four months. Did just you another that show ever? No. I, I should, I should watch it. it. I should watch it. it. There's like five honesty. episodes left. 1994 I'll, I'll, is my favorite of the three. Yeah, I finished the first one. I still haven't seen the third. Obviously. No, but just a general thing. We should go visit the. We should go visit the building near YG where they filmed. Uh, <laughs> where they filmed the uh, YG. Whatchamacallit? Future Strategy oh, the, Office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an actual building right next to YG. <clears throat> there's a um. There's a lot of um. Like tourism like his, places. Like, well, no, like near where I live, there's like a lot of uh, historical like stuff. Like palaces, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you live in Korea, and yeah, like where yeah, where I live in Korea. Um, I'm not there yet, by the way, obviously, but um, 
Yeah, like nearby, there's like a ton of land landmarks and stuff, so we could definitely yeah. do that. You need to find you need to find the lawn the laundry pizza, the lawn the oh, pizza the, laundry the, mat. The, the laundry the pizza mat. laundry mat. That's that actually would be something really cool to do. Is I just like hunt down all these K-pop yeah, uh, no, music video. Yeah, that's something we. Yeah, that's something we actually wanted to do, but because obviously there's only so many in America. Like there's probably only yeah. like one in the like New York City, a couple in New York City, and then like one in Vancouver, which is like, like twice as like Bad Boy. <laughs> yeah, Bad Boy is in front of like uh like and or just like that whole album they just filmed in Brooklyn. So yeah, mm. if you could find just like all these landmarks, I think that'd be a cool thing to go look up. I want to find the colored, uh, the colored um, shipping containers from the card music video. No, you need to go find the tunnel where everyone, every boy oh, group the films tunnel. the music the video. Tunnel. <laughs> People the are probably drive through there. Well, no, well, that shipping container thing's like a, it's like a shopping center. Oh, like they okay. turned that like all those shipping containers into like stores. Mm. It's like an actual That's place. That's cool. That's actually that really go. cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where it is though. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm <sighs> we're actually. I'm. I'm probably. Really, I. I can speak on Nate's behalf, though. We're probably really excited for you. Or yeah, I'm. I'm. Like, I mean, I'm more excited to finally yeah. go back myself. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> no, I just think I, it's been I, six years. Oh man, it'd be my first time like leaving the country as well. But I think just in general, mm. I think we're. I could probably speak on Nate's behalf that we're proud of you, dude, for the travel you're able to pull it off. Because I know you, it's been yeah. it's been a big thing for you for years on end. You, there was a part where you didn't know if you were even gonna go or if you even gonna be able to afford yeah, to go. So I'm just yeah, I'm just happy that you're. Yeah. I mean, finally gonna be able to experience this. My freshman year, like my grades were not good enough because like like my first semester I had like a 2.0. Uh, like full disclosure, I guess, but um, I had like a 2.0 and I was like, oh shit, so <laughs> you're not gonna be so like, I well, you worked your ass off though, yeah, I did. Here. I, I, my GPA has been like um, over a 3.5 for the last like ever since then, so like, and it, and it wasn't even that I wasn't working hard during that semester, it was just like, well, I, you, hate, I hated all the classes I took. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, you, yeah, you didn't, you can like, even consider, you considered, yeah. you considered transferring even. Yeah, it was just like it, it was craziness, but yeah, like I'm I'm really glad this was able to work out. Like, and again, like another thing was I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get the classes I needed. Like, there was so much stuff like writing on this. So, yep. yeah, I'm it, I'm really it, glad it, everything worked out. It all worked out perfectly. So, I guess we can close it on that for now. Enjoy the yep. enjoy the freaking. How long is it? Eighteen hours. Uh, fourteen hour flight. So fourteen hour flight from. I th- or no, I oh, think it's you like have a layover. One, I think it's like one hour oh, to God. Detroit and that from Rochester, and then I have to stay in Detroit for like four hours, and then I go to uh, <laughs> to Seoul. I wish you could. I wish we could uh, like go in and out of the airport because I was to say yeah, yeah like I but, can't eat up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like me and Nate will be in the same city for a while, but then <laughs> yeah, well, I mean you're close, literally you're still yeah you're about an hour and fifteen minutes well about an hour away from me. Oh, okay. Um, so, still decent far, but the airport yeah. is literally like the opposite side of the Detroit metropolitan oh, area. Is my home. okay? Like where I am, I'm yeah. like pretty far outside of it. So, yeah, for me, um, um uh, this it's will close be, to my work though. It's like so 10 when I from my work. so when I land in Detroit, that'll actually be. All right, no, no, well, never mind. I was gonna say it'll be the farthest west I've ever been. That's actually false, because I've been to oh, a place right. in Indiana. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, I guess, but. though, as I fly across, 
that will be the farthest west I've yeah, ever been. Yeah, the farthest west. Until I, until until you I can't go, the until I end east. up in the far east. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. I don't know. So, yeah. So, yeah, Oof. everyone, everyone leave comments Type. for Jacob. Wish him luck. Uh, Make sure, everyone make sure he studies. You know he's not gonna study because like all the classes are just easy. I'll study. I'll for- study. <laughs> I have I have two classes that I gotta oh, focus like, on. So yeah, what classes are you taking? Uh, data structures oh, and God. then probability the and statistics. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is that all you're ta- you're only taking yeah. two classes? Well, I'm taking okay. the Korean class, but I already know everything. Oh yeah, you have yeah, to take Korean class. That's uh, right. Yeah. I should take your Korean class probably. Are you? Yeah, is it pass fail for you? Like it doesn't affect your GPA. Yeah, like all you gotta do me? is pass. Yep, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's it's amazing. So good. Yeah, because and it, then for me, I didn't even take hard classes like that. I took one. I took a mobile programming class that wasn't even really that hard. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. It was more anything, fun. So I've done. And then that. I took tennis and <laughs> Korean music history, and that was it. And it was awesome. I wrote a I wrote a paper on Klazikwai. Uh <laughs> so. Good times. Awesome. Oh, I'm excited. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I won't have to do too much studying just because no, like, you, again, only you two won't. classes. So one, yeah. one, like, yeah, you have two classes as pass fails. So don't worry about it. Like use the time yep. to experience. Like don't, I mean, obviously I definitely, like, definitely do your gotta, work and like, I definitely have to focus on data them. structures. Cause like that class is super important to the stuff that comes yeah. after yeah, that yeah, I want to yeah. take. Yeah. So what you want to do when you get out of college, that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like I've heard job interviews for CS, like they all they care about is like data structures and algorithms all the time. Yeah. And a lot of the hard interviews and stuff. So. Oh yeah. I yeah, definitely yeah, want to get. I definitely want to get that down good. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't stress too much. Like take the just enjoy. focus on like the experience and yeah, yes. enjoying the experience and stuff. Yeah. Because then get- also if if the school is anything like Yonsei, they want they like aren't even gonna like bother with like giving you a bad grade because they want you to tell people to go oh, so, yeah. like, like my yeah, korean my korean music history class i a hundred percent probably got like a c based on my grades but i ended up getting an a i, I was like my... yeah they just they just boosted our <laughs> grades so that we would tell people to come oh, yeah. study abroad here. so my my friend he studied physics and he took like I think he took quantum physics, like literally, and they had like a group project and like he was paired up with like, I think three other Korean students and they just like did the project without him. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you going to have to take your data structures and like all those classes in Korean? Uh, No, no, those would be in English. English. Oh, thank God. All all the schools have, have international schools. Because I'd be like, oh my God. Like all the classes I took were. That'd be even, that'd be like 10 times harder, but. uh, The only time, the only way I can see me having a little hard of a time is because I do have the possibility of changing from the beginner Korean class to the intermediate one. But Mm -hmm. I think, I think the intermediate one might be a little too hard. So. Just pretend you don't know anything. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm going to start out doing because there's a placement test on at orientation. Sarang, I don't want hey to get, <laughs> I don't wanna get stuck hard. in a class that's too hard. So, yeah, because like beginner, I could take beginner two and that's what I want to take. But that is not like within my schedule. So oh, I have to yes. take beginner oh, one okay. and spend like a month learning Hangul again. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> it's more so time you don't have whatever. to worry about schoolwork. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna study Korean on my own. So mm. well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you need to, well, you'll just you need you'll to just absorb me. a ton of it while being there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, so that's like a great it, part. And hey, just just curious if there's anyone that's either in Korea or 
like visits Korea often. Hey, you just mm. hit Jacob up, I guess. Like if you, yeah, I don't know how that works. But. Truly, Daybok meet up in Seoul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Again, I don't know how much of a listener base we have over in Seoul or in Korea, but like if anyone's out there, just say hi, I guess. Mm. Yep. All right. And topic four uh, is going to be Tiffany Young's uh, debut American mini album slash second mini album slash yeah second mini album slash she had a bunch of singles, but Lips on Lips is her first album in America. Yeah, she she she's an American artist now. She doesn't have to abide by (laughs) they don't call it yeah they don't number their releases. And technically, um, it'd, and be, it'd be called an EP because they don't use the term yeah, album. Well, yeah, I think yeah, I think it is called the Lips on Lips EP. Um, and if you obviously noticed, we lost Jacob. Um, we're Using- recording this later than the other parts because we were waiting for the album to come out. Um, and he's in Korea now, and getting his gym membership into his. Yeah, he moved into <laughs> his dorm yesterday, so he's got a lot of things to do, and we were hoping he could find time to do this, but. He does not. But we have his notes. We'll get him back soon. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're starting off with Born Again, which was the like pre-release uh, single. Um, MV came out like a couple months ago. Um, or, no, just and one month well, ago. Or, as a, <laughs> that was, it was in January. Month? Okay. Yeah. Was it? Like almost okay. exactly a month ago. Yeah, I guess Peppermint, because Peppermint was December. Um. Yeah, so Born Again was, like, the pre-release. Uh, for me, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the mumbling style she uses in the song. Um, I think the song gets better in the chorus where there's more range. Um, also, I think the chorus is pretty catchy. Mm, definitely. Um, I really like the synth parts during the verses. Um, it's, like, really mysterious and catches the ear. Um, and I think that, like, that definitely stood out to me more than the singing. Um, as for the music video, it looks good. It's super low budget and basic. And we talked about this last in last month's releases. No, I think we skipped um, it actually because or did we skip it because yeah, because we, we, yeah, yeah, we were okay. reviewing. this We just talked about it on like Discord and stuff. Then yeah, um, yeah, it's it's super low budget and like basic, but I I think overall like it at least looked good. Um, so like that helps. Uh, you can't. It's a pre-release and like. Obviously, she's not going to have SM budget music videos with her solo comebacks here in America. So, like, you can't really put those expectations on it yeah. like you do with K-pop music videos. Um, so, I, I can't really fault it for that. Uh, it's definitely a song that had to grow on me a bit. Just because at first listen... Because the first time we listened to it, it was actually, or uh, the YouTube video was kind of messed up because something happened like on the, uh, when they uploaded or when it was processing that like the audio got like messed up or garbled or like, it sounded like it was bass boosted essentially. So I was just like, Oh, this doesn't sound good. But, uh, mm-hmm. having listened to the fixed version and like the audio versions are like all fine. It was just, it's something on YouTube's end, like the like yeah. freak accident on their end. So putting that aside, uh, it's definitely a song that gr- surprisingly did grow on me. I, d- I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. Ended up, um, liking the song. Uh, I think like, I, I, I get like the mumbling sort of thing could be a bit of a turnoff to people with, um, that are primarily, uh, K-pop fans or just not used to, it's like 
just as a disclaimer for all of this going forward, like this is an American style album. Like there's no K-pop, like there's no trace of K-pop yeah, yeah. whatsoever in this. So just like you got to sort of get over that hump to sort of before yeah, you start appreciating. It doesn't or, have that super or, high produced sound. And yeah. Type, that type of stuff. It's just I mean, she's, she still has a, she still has good people behind her. I mean, she's a part of transparent yeah, agency. Yeah. So that's like everyone from like Far East Movement I, and everything. So like there is, yeah. there is production talent. It's just like, don't expect, don't expect going into this that you're going to hear her, the the type of music she was making under SM. Like yeah. you have to throw that, you have to get I, over what, that notion like immediately. So didn't enjoy Yeah. When album. I said like high produced, I didn't mean that the, it sounded low quality i meant like k-pop as a sound is like overly produced oh yeah like like where this is not this is yeah. american style produ- production like yeah, and th- th- i yeah. feel not like that it's bad production no it's, it's not k-pop production and for a for a song like style. this like overproduced it would be kind of like the antithesis of like the meaning of this song yeah. i feel like raw yeah most of the songs on the better. album yeah, it it, uh, it serves a purpose the 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 way she sort of approaches her vocals in this. So that's why yeah, the mumbling actually doesn't bother me as much, mostly because Tiffany is mostly known as oh my god, look at all the high notes she can hit. So the fact that she's putting out a single where she gets to use the lower part of her register is something I really appreciate. Again, it's just there's more to singing. I, I, K-pop has sort of conditioned us to like, oh my god, did you hear that high note? And that's literally all you care about. There's more to there's more of vocals than just belting. Mm. And well, that's why I was drawn to Tiffany in the first place was her lower register and like mm. huskier voice for female idol. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that she gets to use that. Um, for this song and it, it works so well. Uh, I'm usually uh, for for K-pop songs. I'm usually like I don't give a shit about like meaning or just like context or lyrics behind it. But obviously, this being an English song and me and us being big fans of Soshi, like we we know we know them the, the most out of any K-pop group, arguably. So it's this is one of the rare occasions where I feel like meaning and context and like purpose sort of enhance or sort of bring new light to the song because I feel like I, I was looking around for the like or when she was putting out this song like she sort of put out like stuff about like uh if for those that don't know like she not her but her father sort of got into a scandal regarding like I don't know, just like scamming people or whatever and she's sort of has like this yeah. really estranged um relationship with her father and that sort of thing so that's sort of the emotions that went into the production and the songwriting of uh born again so i do it's something that i can resonate with and it's something that i definitely feel come out in the vocals especially that that the chorus of it i feel like is what's put drives it home to me immediately just the 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 power in her voice is something that only really tiffany can get across so that I, that's what really won me over with this song is how she's able to convey those emotions into great songwriting and great vocal performance because that's not easy that's not easy anyone can write off of personal experience but it takes a really good artist to sort of get that across in uh, an aesthetically or audibly pleasing way that sort of 
would justify it being a single. So uh, getting mm. to the visual aspects of it, uh, I mean, I get she's kind of going for an artsy sort of thing, but I don't know. I, yeah, it's kind of a shame because I feel I, I feel so much of the emotion in the the singing and the performance part of the song, but not so much when it comes to like the the music video. Like I don't know, it, it was kind of boring to me. Like there aren't that really. Yeah. There's not really too much going on in terms of shots like she's on the beach she's kind of like a mermaid type thing and her dress gets wet and i don't know <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah it, it, it's it's supposed to be like a like an artsy type of music video so i mean i, I don't want to fault it too much but yeah it just it didn't do much for me on that front yeah, but, yeah I, I, I mean it doesn't ruin the song for me though in all honesty it was, it was of the two yeah. of the two it's actually or i'd prefer uh, born again, but again to that later. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Jacob said, "I know a lot of people weren't so high on the song, but it was largely the type of thing I was waiting for to hear from Tiffany. I think this track really marks the turning point in her career from K-pop artist to someone who transcends more than just that single label. The lyrics reflect a lot of biblical references, largely in the themes of rebirth and recovery. Mm-hmm. This is definitely more American in style than previously, but I think she still keeps that je ne sais quoi that makes her so great to me. Her vocals especially stood out to me as." well singing in a much lower range than we normally heard from her in the past yes he actually wrote jacob stop out literary out literarying me god damn it um (laughs) um so yeah he he liked it um of course surprise surprise (laughs) surprise surprise. this is his songs this is his alt (laughs) um my alt too i just like lips on lips more um speaking of but Speaking of, yeah. Uh, next is Lips on Lips, which is the title track, um, the main single. Uh, for me, <clears throat> I thought this was much better um, because I thought she showed off her vocal ability way more in the song. Um, and yeah, she... I, that's not to say she didn't use a, any vocal ability in Born Again, but there was just more to it. I felt like more just... I don't know. I'm trying to think of the word without making it sound super negative. Um, substance. I don't know. That's, that's yeah, at least yeah, what substance I feel. Is a, yeah. Good way to describe it. Um, I really like how minimalist the instrument instrumentals are at the beginning. Um, it really folk helps focus on our singing. Um, and whatever instrument they use for the pre-chorus, um, that really stood out to me. Um, it's funny though, for this song, it's kind of, for me, the opposite of Born Again, where I think the chorus is the weakest part of the song and Born Again, I think the chorus is the, the best part of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. In this one, the chorus just didn't like the pre-chorus is really good. And then the chorus where it's, it's like the super repetitive part. Yeah. That part's like really weak to me. Um, but overall, I think that's really the only negative I have with the song. Um, also if you can listen for it in the mix, it's really super quiet, but there's a really good guitar part. That's like really interesting. Um, in the song, it's really hard to hear though. For most of the song, I think it comes up a little bit on a couple parts, but for the most part, it's like, it's really back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely look out, for, like just listen for that. Um, and I thought the music video was good. There's a lot of sets and outfits. Um, obviously there's still not a ton of budget. so like nothing crazy happened. Um, but I think they used the budget they had to good effect, like having a variety of like styles and like, uh, sets. Mm. <clears throat> uh, so for me, pretty much, it, I don't know. It, 
Whereas Born Again, I love the song, but the video was kind of a disappointment. In this case, it's kind of a flip where I'm not as big on the song, but the video itself was great. Like, I feel like in contrast to Born Again, where I kind of felt like nothing went on. Like, I mean, granted, nothing much goes on here, but they do make a good use of, again, just varying the sets. Like, there's ones where she's, like, wearing, like, the polka dot dress. There's ones where she's wearing, where she's in, like, a field or whatever. There's one where she's at, like, a dinner table sort of thing. So, I love the use of color. I love the, uh, sort of, yeah, the, the cinematography of this is really beautiful. Um, as for my gripes with the song in particular, uh, I'd have to say that, I don't know, it, it, like, her vocals are great. The thing is, though, if if I were to divorce, like, Tiffany and, like, her being in this song, I don't know what would separate this song from, like, literally every other top 40s pop song that you hear in on the radio in the U.S. That's, that's my only gripe. I feel like yeah. it's... And it's kind of got me a bit worried because if this is, I know she we, she definitely shows a bit of variety in the mini album, so it's it's only a slight worry. But my worry is that she's going to sort of chase after the, I don't know, Carly Carly Rae Jepsen or I don't know, Edgy T Swift type of uh, American pop singer type thing, and I don't think that's her forte specifically, like where. Where she really shines in my in my view is in R and B songs, and I feel like the vocals that she puts on for these cutesy, like I don't know, just kind of very American style pop songs is it kind of her vocals kind of go to waste. So I don't want her to do too much of these songs, in all honesty, because there's literally it's it's nothing. It'll be hard to break in just making songs like this because there's literally hundreds of other people that make songs exactly like this. And I know Tiffany might be a bit better um, than some people uh, in terms of vocals, but again, it's if you're just kind of regurgitating like radio hits or the radio sounds, it's you're gonna it's gonna be hard for you to find a market or find air airtime in this sort of way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's kind of. For me, though, I, I feel like she probably understands us, and this is the type of music she wants to do, and she knows that she can get by just with her established fan base. Like, I don't think she's trying to be the biggest pop artist in the U.S. Um, I mean, maybe she is, but, like, I think she'll be okay regardless of, like, how mainstream she gets because... Of her fan base. That's um, the thing, though. I, do, I don't want Tiffany to just settle for being another pop artist when I feel like her the her vocal, the, the package that she, like, delivers with vocals is just served way better. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just... It feels like a lot of the time when, when people do pop songs in America, it feels like they're settling or they're trying to, like, just get radio airplay. But, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like where she and she's definitely been super experimental in songs like Heartbreak Hotel, like just super like out there type stuff. So I don't want her to lose that in her transition to becoming an American artist. I don't want Tiffany to lose what makes her her. And I feel like and in terms of theming and messaging or, or what makes a song like feel like Tiffany, definitely this this has it. It's just 
I, I don't settle for just don't settle for like making a pop song when I feel like you can just be more than just a pop singer. Yeah. Uh, Jacob said the long-awaited title track that we've known the title of since the tour was initially announced. I was ex- extremely pleased by the song, even on first listen. I like the use of bass to fill up the sound space on the track, along with the beep beep synths and the hi hats. The addition of they go, they go, they go, and the chorus is extremely catchy and often gets stuck in my head. The ad-libs in the final chorus were the biggest standout in the song. You can really hear Tiffany's voice and the way we've come to love in those sections. My favorite ad-lib from the section was the no, they don't, they don't, they don't. Overall, love the song, and I think it's definitely a great choice of the title track on this album. Uh, Next, we have The Flower. Um, and for me, I love the airy way she sings the song. Um, that's just, I really like that style of singing. Um, just that really breathy, um, singing style. It's what So You does really, really well. Um, which is why she's one of my favorites. Um, and I like the beginning focus on the acoustic guitar. Um, that stood out well as well. Um, for me, I thought the drop was really well done because it brought up the energy in the song. To un- it, it brought it up, but kept it still at that like chill level, like that the song's going for. The song's not trying to be a super high energy song, and I was worried when like you could tell it was building to a drop. I was worried that the drop was going to be just way too high energy. Um, and I thought it it did a good job of maintaining the the style of the song while still bringing the energy up a little bit. Um, also the song reminded me of something I've heard before in K-pop recently. And I can't think of what maybe like a Yumi Ray song. Um, but I can't think I couldn't actually figure out what I was thinking of. Mm. Like, I know what she's going for on this song again. Like, um, Tiffany is one where is a person that she definitely she wears her influences on her sleeve like very overtly she's definitely influenced by uh, modern American pop music like old 90s R&B that's that's sort of the the taste that we get off of this record but um, I don't know I, I wanted to enjoy this song just because like from that straight that guitar riff at the beginning I was like oh shit are we gonna get some like awesome like like I was thinking like oh, I don't know just like I don't know why my mind went there, but I was like, oh, we're we going to get some, like, really interesting, like, vocal ballad a la, like, The Police or something like that or whatever, but hmm. where we ended up going was, I don't know, it just kind of felt a bit more, again, it, it, a tad bit poppy, more of, like, that art pop style that people, like, I don't know, like, like kind of a bit of churches in terms of, like, the echoiness of it, kind of a bit of, like, Lotto Del Rey, that sort of thing, um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm not averse to that music at all, in all honesty. I, I love churches, especially. Um, I'd say what kind of dis- makes this song disappointing is particularly the mixing, because I know what they're going for with the chorus, like the the very echoey... And in the background, there's kind of like these like vocal parts going. The thing is, though, it for me, it kind of just gets all jumbled up that it's... It's almost unintelligible. Like I can't even understand what she's singing during the chorus at some points, just because it's there's just so much going on. There's Tiffany singing, and then there's like some background vocalizations, and then they got that like drum track and like the synths going. So yeah, I feel like if they sort of balance, I I do agree that if it was just some boring like 
Chainsmoker used drop, I would have hated the song even more. So I do agree that the yeah. sort of leveling it off and not keeping it, uh, keeping the song chill was a good, a good decision. But yeah, I'd say just fix the mixing a bit, just so I could understand. Because uh, again, the only part I could really understand was just like the the. F- uh, like the flower part like towards the end like that's pretty much the only part of the chorus that's all intelligible because like most of it uh, again is just very pro most of the other vocals are processed so it, i don't know I, I wanted to enjoy this song maybe that's why i'm just more a bit more disappointed because i i went into it like really wanting to enjoy the song but man yeah it's the mixing of it so yeah I get it. like most mm-hmm. of the most of my issues when it comes to all of these songs is I don't like how it ended up being mixed or I don't like the style of it. But yeah, for the most part, Tiffany's vocals were just were were never an issue for me on this entire uh, mini album. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob said the first of the new tracks we got to hear on the EP. I know a lot of people weren't crazy on this song either, but I really like the sound of the production on this song. The use, the use of guitars and claps worked really well in this case, in my opinion. And the percussion breakdown in the chorus really made for a nice high impact. This sounds like something the more alternative pop female singers would come out with, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Overall, really great track, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Not Barbie. And for me, um, this song, like, it's definitely the most simple on the album. Um, but I said, like, it's it's definitely the most powerful and memorable mm-hmm. to me as well. Yeah, same. Um, the song, the lyrics of the song just gave me chills. Like, you can really hear her frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just my bias uh, on the fact that I followed her for eight years. But, like, it really hit me listening to the song. Um like you can just tell her frustrations both like being a foreigner in Korea like in the K-pop industry and all the stuff she had to deal with um being scrutinized because she wasn't from Korea um and then also being uh, an Asian in like Asian in American like pop industry and how how much of a disadvantage she's at there as well um, so yeah, I thought the song was really powerful. The music of it is definitely the most simple and basic. Um, but I think that actually helps it because it, it mm-hmm. helps you pay attention to the lyrics that much more. Um, so yeah, I thought this was easily my favorite song on the album. Yeah, this was of the album tracks. This was, it was like one, two between this and Runaway. Um, mm-hmm. just cause... Again, it's kind of hard to contextualize this, but when I hear this song, like, like, it's Tiffany. It is, like, from top to bottom, like, vocals, instrumentals, theme, like, it's Tiffany through and through. And that's, that's what I want to see in her music, because I feel like, yeah, she has a lot, yep. she has a lot to tell, and I feel, the one reason why I was excited to see her, see her do American music is because she's not restricted to oh my god i love opa like type music like the k-pop like you yeah. you're kind of just yeah stuck she said with. the f word in the song yeah <laughs> like she's this isn't again this is not your k-pop everyday k-pop ladies and gentlemen like it's that's the one thing i wish that the, you could we could sort of have a bit more of a blend of and which is why groups or when it comes to american fans groups like BTS garner a big fan base because most of their lyrics aren't just vapid I want to love insert girl here sort of things which definitely are a trope um and in that case I feel like a Tiffany is 
does a good job of being a storyteller or sort of painting the picture of uh, through both the lyrics, um, though simple as they may be. I mean, it's it serves its purpose uh, definitely. Maybe a bit on the nose, but I mean, in this case, usually I hate lyrics that are way too on the nose. But in this case, I feel, I find it almost endearing in a way, and it almost tried like I a la like playing with Barbie dolls or comparing life to sort of dolls and that sort of thing um I think what we yeah, what really uh what really like brought this home to me is like again what really made me see Tiffany in this song is again I know like as an Asian American myself growing up or as someone growing up in like as a 90s kid or whatever I I can definitely tell what type of influence she, she's pulling from. She's pulling from stuff like, I don't know, like Disney and like Mulan and how like the, the song, like ref- this, she basically made her own version yeah, of the reflection. song Reflection uh, by yeah. Lea Salonga, Filipino. I'm, I'm, I will forever insist, like Lea Salonga is the, the original performer of that song. People that insist that it's Christina Aguilera are completely wrong. Anyway, um, <laughs> like... Growing up listening to that stuff or finding inspiration in that those sort of themes, I feel that in Tiffany, and I can, and I can resonate with that. So which is why I, yeah, this, this song was amazing, uh, and man, I I'd kill to hear just like a straight up acoustic guitar version of this song. Like I'd kill mm-hmm. to hear that because I feel like it'd be amazing. I mean, I don't know if she's gonna have live instrumentals at the concert. For those that don't know, she's Probably gonna start. not. She's gonna start her lips on lips tour. Uh, the week after this uh, goes out, I mean, Nate, you're seeing her on Sunday, correct? Yeah, I'm seeing her in five days. Yeah, so uh, I'm seeing her. Uh, Not only Wednesday. am I seeing her, I get to meet her. Get to meet her in yep. five days. Oh my god, I I I, I cheaped out because I have to save for Korea. But um, I think yeah, as cringy as American songs can be, or as much as we love K-pop for the fact that. We don't have to we deal. Can ignore the lyrics. We can ignore lyrics. It's these times that I still do appreciate when you're able to resonate with lyrics, and it, it's something that mm-hmm. obviously we kind of miss out on in, in most K-pop because a lot of them are devoid of deeper meaning in this sort of way. So that's yeah. why I really do appreciate Tiffany for putting out songs like this. I, it's it's where she really shines, and I, I hope she continues to be a storyteller in this sort of way. Yep. Uh, Jacob said, I love the choice uh, to use a raw acoustic guitar in the song. I don't think we hear it a lot anymore, to be honest. Uh, Tiffany's vocals were amazing. You can really feel the emotion she's feeling on the subject matter of the song. I think the song really reflects her experiences coming up in the K-pop industry from being a foreigner in a strange country to being scrutinized so much in the public eye. Even if people think the lyrics might be cliche in some sense, I think these lyrics really fit well with Tiffany's experiences and definitely deserves its place in her debut EP in mm-hmm. America. So echoing what we said. And finally, we have Runaway featuring Babyface, uh, who is a guy that constantly covers Babyface by Uchi No, Sonic. no. Uh, like, ser- wait, do you seriously not know who Babyface is? <laughs> no, I don't actually. I oh never, my I god, Nate. I don't know any Get American out. pop. Babyface is you? like, okay. Babyface is one of the most I- influential like R&B I, producers of all I, time. He's I don't worked listen to R&B. Whitney Houston, TLC, Tony Braxton, Boys to Men. His own music, okay. like basically, like he is, he is the godfather of '90s like R and B. So, like that should show how much how important this song is yeah. for Tiffany to get a collab with him. Yeah, that. I mean, 
I don't like that doesn't take away anything. But yeah, I I don't know producers and I didn't really listen to R and B so like before K pop really. So I had no idea who he was. <laughs> oh, well. You're gonna get so much flame for this. He's no, like, I won't. People know I didn't listen. He, People know I only listen to K-pop, and before that, I listened metal. to symphonic and metal. Like I listened to like Death yeah, metal. European, like and like American, just like symphonic power. He progressive has a star metal. in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. There's probably plenty of people on that that I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> and then I listened to like oldies like. Motown. And you just skipped pre- that Yeah, I skipped 90s, like, 90s, early 2000s R&B stuff. I listened to old stuff and then K-pop. Um, but yeah, okay, so for the song itself, Runaway, uh, featuring Babyface, um, obviously this is a really, really good R&B duet. Um, I think their voices work really well together. Um... Funnily enough, though, I think the my favorite part of the song is the really li- like really brief little synth riff that shows up at the beginning. And I wish they used it more because that like really caught my ear, and they only use it that one time. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of like hoping it would pop up again somewhere, and it never did. So I was a little disappointed. Um. But overall, I, I think it's a fantastic song. Um. And like we said. It, it's uh, clearly a really big moment uh, that she's able to get someone so big uh, for her debut. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> this is easily my favorite of the mini. Uh, like, not Barbie being like a close second, but yeah, just mostly just because that the importance of having someone like Babyface uh, collaborating with Tiffany is just a huge, huge, huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Again, he's. He, this guy was a star maker back in the 90s, and I'm sure, I'm almost 100% sure Tiffany knows the significance of it. I'm sure she grew up listening to Babyface and maybe the artist. Like, definitely, she definitely listened to TLC and all, and like, Boys to Men and all yeah. the rest of them. She definitely models, like, her, her singing style after some of the artists that Babyface has worked with. So, just, I, yeah, to understanding the significance of this and just hearing how great, how perfect of a song this is, just, I feel like... I want Babyface to write her next single, and I know that's impossible. This is probably just like a one-off thing that they got, but I mean, if he wrote her next single, I'd one that'd be huge news for her. That'd be, that'd be an easy way to break into the charts. It's like, oh, this new like Korean American singer had, like had a song written by Baby, like Babyface still writes music for like people like Beyonce and like other like modern artists. So it's it's nothing yeah, too out of the blue. Ariana Grande. Yeah, so it's nothing yeah. out of the blue, but I mean. Like, for for Tiffany to sort of, like, be, like, among those types of names is just, that's, that's awesome for her. And, I mean, I love this song. I, I grew up on this stuff, basically. <laughs> my, my, my parents, like, would, my parents, my parents actually love Babyface. Like, they, that's one of, like, the few, like, R&B artists that they love, along with, like, Boys to Men or whatever. So, I, I'm very familiar mm-hmm. with this type of sound. And it's, it's, just, it's super nostalgic. And I feel like, I know, like, it, it, it Tiffany loves this type of like nostalgic sort of feeling and that's kind of like a tangent or whatever but that's why I think I like uh, or that's why I feel like Tiffany and Taeyeon are so good for their match made to get in heaven or whatever just because I like they both have the same sort of influences or the same period time period of music that they draw influence from. Um, Obviously Tiffany being more of an R&B type singer, uh, Taeyeon being more of a ballad like 
soft rock type yeah. uh, type of person, but you can definitely just like the overtness of like the the influences that they make are just so yeah. It's what makes me appreciate it again as someone that grew up listening to the same type of music as they they did. I. I feel and I am able to resonate with it so much more easily. So I, I really hope this isn't the end of the, her collaboration with hopefully not just Babyface, but other big artists, other big names like this. Because that's really just that's the best way to get her get her name out there. Just keep collaborating with uh, all these all these high profile producers and all, all these maybe do collaborations with other singers or whatever. Like just show. Yeah, just get get people to like see how good of a singing voice and how great of a a performer she is so i'm i'm this makes me really excited for what she has in the future in all honesty so yeah um and jacob said this was definitely the curveball i was not expecting i'm super proud of tiffany being able to secure a song written and featured by babyface who definitely has quite the pedigree in r&b music tiffany's vocals pair so well with babyface's voice with tiffany having a more husky voice for a woman and babyface having a higher singing voice than most men mm-hmm. the r&b boom clap percussion paired with the acoustic guitar combo that recurs through the song or throughout this album works especially well this is probably my favorite of the three new tracks yep handshake um, so yeah. handshake jacob knows his shit <laughs> yeah unlike, unlike someone else on this <laughs> i mean i'm sure i know plenty of songs he produced but i don't know producers oh, you, you, have you heard of have you heard of i'll make love to you by boys to men yeah of course okay so then okay you know a song written by or produced by Babyface. okay yeah I'm, I'm sure i know plenty of them i just don't know producers um Okay, let's get to scores. Um, for me, overall, I gave it a 5.5 from out of 7 for music. Um, I thought I, I enjoyed all the songs on the album, um, but nothing really blew me away. I would say Not Barbie blew me away the most, but it wasn't even really for the musicality of it, more so for the lyrics and the meaning behind it. Um, mm. So, I, so I, I settled for a 5.5. I liked everything, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't a 7 out of 7. Um, and then for style, I gave it a 2.5. Um, I, so I, I was a little generous on that, but I think how I think of it is I don't mind the born again MV and I, I don't really want to hate on it too much because of the low budget. Like it's not, it's not really their fault. It was the, it wasn't even the title track. Um, and I really liked the lips on lips music video. And then also, I wanted to give bonus points because I love the album cover. Mm. Um, she looks amazing on it, and I really like the border styling, like the border thing they do around it. Like, I think it looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it, I know it's like a fairly like Cliche. standard album cover. It's just her face or whatever. But I, I thought that like border like styling around it really helped it stand out. Um, also, she just looks amazing blonde. I don't I know. I, lo- I, I, I like I like dark hair Tiffany in all honesty. But I mean, I, I like. I mean, I love dark hair Tiffany too. But I like platinum yeah. blonde Tiffany. Um, so yeah, I gave it an eight out of ten overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, again, I split my singles and album tracks into separate scores. So uh, it averaged for the singles, it averaged out to a two point five out of three point five. Uh, most of that again going to how much I loved Born Again. Uh, again, lips on lips. I still enjoy the song for the most part. It's just yeah, I, w- I wish it was. It didn't sound just like generic top forties pop music. Um, so it's a good baseline. It's a good baseline. I I I feel like I'm confident. I'm 
I, I want to say I'm confident in the direction she's going in, but yeah, I would like to see more of an R and B focus maybe on mm-hmm. the uh, next uh, on the next uh, EP whenever she ends up releasing it because it, it's kind of, it's definitely different. It's definitely uh, these two songs are definitely different from uh, Teach You and like Over My Skin, like way different. And I I do like that Tiffany's showing um, a bit of variety, but I would like her not to stray away too much from R&B because I feel like, yeah, that's, again, that's where she really shines. Uh, album tracks actually gave a higher score of a three out of 3.5 just because, again, not Barbie and Runaway were just excellent songs. Again, as much as I was kind of disappointed by f- The Flower, again, it wasn't dragging it down a bit too much or just... I, it's not too. It's not enough to, like, take away from how much I love Not Barbie and Runaway. Uh, yeah. Concept... I gave actually, uh, yeah. Concept. I gave it a two out of three. Um, Did you just change your score right there? No, because uh, it seemed like you looked at your score and you're like, maybe I should give it a higher score. No, you like I, I, hesitated I, I, a little bit. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's probably the good place to put it in all honesty. Because I mean, yeah, like trying to judge it. Like I said, that's a, that. It, it's hard to judge. Like, um, it's hard to judge albums that or video or artists that don't do choreography because it's it, it, that's usually a big part of my uh, score. So, I mean, what I would give points for is mostly for the lips on lips uh, music video and, mm-hmm. um, as and also the uh, like the actual like costuming and like her outfits and everything were incredible just like the styling was just incredible but I don't think it's enough to like put it over the top uh, <laughs> it wouldn't put it over the top in that sort of way so that'd be a total of 7.5, 7.5. out of 10 so yeah, it's, I, I'm gonna be a bit lenient like I mean I I was starting off at a 6.5 in all honesty but I definitely mm-hmm. warmed my way up to it and I do want to be a bit more lenient because again this is it this type of this type of music isn't going to fit perfectly into the way we approach or review K-pop albums. So I do yeah. want to yeah, give the benefit of the doubt in that sort of way. So yeah, that that was another reason why I kind of gave the I added the extra like point five that I felt for the styling was I was like we don't we don't have like choreo or anything to like base it on. So like I was a little more lenient on how many points I would have given the music videos. Hmm. Um. So, so yeah, yeah, I agree. It, I'm, I mean, 7.5, that's a pretty good score, for, especially for me, or for me. And I, yeah. yeah, she did establish a good baseline that I, and it, it's definitely got me hyped for the concert because I almost forgot that I was going to the concert. And it's definitely, there's definitely going to be a lot of songs uh, when next Wednesday. So there's definitely going to be a lot of songs I'm going to enjoy week. listening to this album yeah. or listening to her sing yep. it live. So, um, Jacob. It gave it surprise, a 10 surprise. out of 10. Surprise, Super surprise. Biased. Even I couldn't do that, Jacob. Um, it was good, but it wasn't 10 out of 10 in my opinion. But um, I can understand why. Um, he definitely liked uh, the music a lot more than I did. But he didn't leave any notes, so that's just me speculating. <laughs> uh, you want to read Cooper's? Uh, Cooper's says... Cooper balanced Co- out Jacob a little bit. Yep. 
He says, uh, Tiffany's solo music has always been my second favorite in SNSD, just behind Tayan. So when she left SM, I was excited to see what she would do in America. Her first few singles were kind of meh, except for Peppermint, which is still my favorite of her Western songs. Uh, for this album, Born Again and Flower, I think are honestly mediocre. Oh. Um, not Barbie has grown on me, even though the lyrics are still still kind of make me cringe. Lips on Lips is great, but the real star is Runaway featuring Babyface. I feel... Or I think it's a perfect example of the sound she was going for, the early 2000s pop R&B. I think my biggest problem is I still don't really get that jolt of uniqueness and creativity like other solo artists. Maybe it's because I hold their Korean album in such high regards, but I really haven't fallen in love. I haven't really fallen in love with her Western sound yet. Uh, the... MV for Born Again was really disappointing considering how much it was built up. Uh, the Lips on Lips MV looked much better and matched the song well. So, Cooper gave a 4 out of 5, 4.5 out of 7 for music, a 2 out of 3 for concept. Overall score, a 6 out of 5, 6.5 out of 10. So, <coughs> crunching yep, all the numbers out and eight. A, an 8. So, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good score. I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's where that, I put that, put, her, put it right around, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like you gave it 7.5, I gave it an 8. And then Jacob and Cooper balance each other out yeah, by going we, we, 10 and 6.5. So, yeah, we get a good we average out perfectly. It's definitely a divisive album, especially us yeah. as K-pop fans primarily. So, I'm I'm very interested in seeing what your what what the uh, the sort of consensus is on from primarily K-pop fans, or if if you only listen to K-pop, yeah. you don't really mess around with American music. What are your thoughts on this? Definitely, I want to hear uh, what people again people that aren't really exposed also, to this music all too often. So people leave your that comments, aren't definitely are like more like I I feel like people like Cooper that have gotten into K-pop much more recently are gonna yeah. be less less biased towards liking the album because they don't have the attachment to Tiffany. Ye- yeah, um, and also just because it's it's less like of a uni- fans. It's less of a unique sound to people that are yeah, were invested exactly. in Western music well before they got yep. into K-pop. So that's just factors that you sort of gotta take into account, and that's definitely it. Definitely explains the uh, discrepancy in scores. But yeah, definitely let us know yep. what your thoughts are on this. Are you interested in seeing more of a Western music, or would you like her to see more of what she was doing under SM? Definitely leave your comments in the uh, the video below. Yep. That'll um, wrap it up. So yeah, that's it. Um, one thing to note, uh, we've officially moved over to Podbean. Um, uh, so we've oh, applied sound- for... Yeah, no more SoundCloud. Don't listen to us there because our new episodes won't show up there. So you'll never hear this if you did listen only on SoundCloud. Yep. <laughs> um, so, oops. But uh, yeah, we'll basically um, SoundCloud just... We couldn't get on Spotify using SoundCloud, um, so we just decided to move over to a service that would let us get our podcasts out in more places. Um, and unfortunately, there's no way for us to get our music onto SoundCloud or our episodes onto SoundCloud from this new service because you have to actually upload to SoundCloud, and we're not going to pay fifteen dollars a month just for the like couple of you like listeners we have on SoundCloud. Um, so yeah, our episodes won't be there anymore, but, um, they should be going up on Spotify soon. Um, Excited. we go, it goes through Podbean. They like batch apply all their podcasts. They do everything for us yeah, and they just do it in batches. So it said it takes a couple weeks. Um, but I did, su- 
also um, apply for Google Play Store, and I checked their emails, and it is approved. So Yay! we are or will be on Google Play Store by the time this goes up. Um, I don't know how that store really works, but I assume you can leave reviews and stuff. So if you can, go review us there. Um, it'll definitely help us get uh, more exposure. Hmm, Just like definitely. I know I- iTunes uses reviews. I don't know. So. I don't think you can leave reviews on Spotify, but I mean, like, subscribing oh, yeah. anyways, just or just following the podcast is probably, like, yeah, still a good idea in terms of exposure. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's. I feel like it's going to be a really big thing for us going forward. I know there's a lot of you that uh, have been asking for us to get on Spotify and just take more care of iTunes, I guess, than we have before. So that's, yeah, that's like definitely a big, version. yeah, that's definitely a big commitment that we're going to make, uh, in 2019. Uh, anything else that we got to announce besides that? No, uh, I mean, Tiffany, yep. I'll definitely, I don't know if we'll have a topic on it, but if we don't, I'll bring it up in the intro. Just yeah, so. definitely. I mean, if you're in the My. New York city area, I'm going to be going, I'm going to be seeing Tiffany. Uh, I forget where the venue is, but it's, on a Wednesday, so I don't know how yeah. many people are going to be able to end up seeing it, but I'm going to be, ex- I'm really excited to see her sing live because again, I haven't seen Tiffany since, I haven't seen Tiffany since uh, the the fan meet the day after SM Town 2011 at New York City. I saw her at, um, I saw her at the old Best Buy Theater, now the PlayStation Theater. So it's it's pretty cool to see someone that I haven't seen in so so long. So uh, 2012 for me. Yep. When I saw SNSD. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully everyone liked it. Like, dislike, subscribe, leave good comments, be nice to each other. Join our Discord. Yeah. It's oh, mucho lit. Yeah, join our Discord. Also, if we ever ask you to comment 69, also comment why you're commenting 69. 69 because yeah, we're getting like random 69 comments and we don't remember what they're for anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, Because they're from for like for several us. weeks ago. Yeah. So, because um, yeah, if you listen to the podcast, it's happening to you then. But for us, it happened like a month ago. Sometimes <laughs> when you listen to old episodes, so yeah. we don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. So I guess Nate, you can take us out. Okay. Um. That's it. And goodbye. Stay Barbie. Robbingly Barbie. <laughs> <laughs>